Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. The week number eight reaction show. Morning games, afternoon games, Sunday night game. And we've got the Monday night Monday night game to come. But we're talking about week number eight. The monsters. The winners and losers. We'll talk about both. The losers could be by lows. The winners could be holds, baby. The fantasy football show. Week eight reaction show. The week eight monster show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to celebrate the men that destroyed in week number eight, and to talk about maybe the players that underperformed so you can do a little buy-low sesh walking into week number nine. Some of your trade deadlines are probably in week nine, 10, 11, I imagine. So we'll have a lot to talk about in the coming weeks, but we had some monster rebounds in week number eight, if I've ever seen them in my life. Joe Burrow, this man right here, coming back to life. Absolute monster. In fact, what are we doing? What are we doing? Put this sucker on. Let's do. Let's give Joey B the respect he deserves. Joey freaking Burrow is back, baby. Get burrowed and get burrowed now. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Joe Burrow came in so strong in this week number eight. 28 of 32. 283 yards, looking good, running spry, beating the 49ers, throwing for three touchdowns, uh, six rushes for an additional 44 yards. He outrushed Christian McCaffrey, if I if I have my math correct. Joe Burrow is absolutely back, running for 44 yards against the Niners defense. They were unable to slow him down or stop him. He is back. He's back, baby. And uh, in his counterpart, Jamar Chase, which I think I have. Where, where is my Jamar Chase graphic when I when I need it? I can't even see where I put it. I put it somewhere. Look at the screen. The screen is loaded. Loaded with news. We got all these players to talk about before we get to any Super Chats or phone calls. So, uh, Travis from Arizona. I'm sorry you're from Arizona, pal, but I'm in the middle of a show right here. No one calls during the monologue, Travis. Okay? So, dial it down. Okay, not now, Travis. We're in the middle of something here. Okay, let's see if we can get Jamar Chase. Where I, I, I'll go through these as I, as I find them. Okay, this guy right here. This guy right here. CD freaking Lamb is back, baby. 12 of 14. He pulled in 12 targets, uh, 12 receptions out of 14 targets. 158 and two tutties. This was your number one score in fantasy football, essentially. Get lambed, everyone. Get lambed. Get lambed and get lambed now. This man right here is is an absolute glorious wide receiver that everybody had a chance to buy low on. We talked about it on the buy low show all the time. Every day last week. Who do you buy low? Lamb, St. Brown, Ridley, uh, Alave who did bad this week. So we're going to put him back on the buy list and I trust in him. Cup did bad. We're going to buy Cup. Uh, 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 Waddle bounced back. 
good luck trying to buy Waddle. I mean, Waddle, Ridley, and Devonta Smith, one of the top buy lows walking into the week all week long. Look at this glorious list right here. This wasn't all of them. This is just some of them. Tua popped off. Aaron Jones did not do well. He might still be on the buy low list. Uh, JJ, we're going to talk about JJ now and all the impact of that. Burrow, boom. Burrow, A-chan, a week closer, might be harder to buy right now. Eckler, smash. To the moon. Eckler to the freaking moon. Uh, we got a whole long list of players to talk about, so let's jump straight into that. And and we'll get to the we'll get to the super chats and the phone calls in a second. Matthew Stafford, this is the big one that was a negative. Matthew Stafford exited week number eight with a thumb injury. There's no telling how long he could be out if he's going to miss any time at all. I I would guess based on based on the things I'm hearing that there's a real possibility he misses some time. Then again, he could try and play. But if he tries to play, is he going to just pull a a uh, a Derek Carr, where Derek Carr came back from his injury too early and he just was not effective. And we saw the impact to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua when this man was not able to throw and do normal things and Cooper Cup pulled in four of ten targets, meaning that the, the targets were not accurate, accurate in, in, in terms of, of being delivered. They're not thrown accurately. Four of ten targets for 21 yards and Puka Nakua... Uh, who I have on the screen somewhere. Good God, I, I, I should have labeled these, but there were too many. I couldn't even like. I didn't even know where to begin when I when I was trying to 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 bring up these guys. I have all of them. They're all super small, so I can't even see. I'm trying to look at faces, but I can't even can't even find where Puka Nakua is. Puka, Puka, where are you? We'll find him eventually. We'll put him on screen. But Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup both did uh, pretty bad. In this one, and a lot of people will overreact, so they will be on the buy low list walking into the next week. However, we will caveat that and say that there is some risk involved. And I've said this before, over and over. The moment Stafford goes down, Puka Nakua, Puka Puka Cup, or Cooper Cooper Nakua, however you want to say the combo, they're going to get hit drastically. They're going to take a huge dip in fantasy football production. If Matthew Stafford can't stay healthy, he's a very injury-prone quarterback. I'm not saying to sell Puka Nakua dirt cheap. I'm not saying to sell Cooper Cup dirt cheap. In fact, I'll go buy them low this week. But we do have to temper expectations on this being a locked-and-loaded type of situation because the moment he's down, he's part of the recipe. There is no Cooper Cup. There never would be. Cup's good. Cup's good. Even Steve Smith, former great wide receiver. Steve Smith is amazing. He's good at talent evaluation, too. He said that Cooper Cup was the best wide receiver in his draft class at the Combine. So this is not. it was not a surprise that Cooper Cup was good, and he would have been good no matter what. But the Cooper Cup we know would never, ever have evolved if it weren't for Matthew Stafford. He is part of that environment and situation. You can't separate player from situation. It is what it is. So there's no debating this. I'm not trying to debate it from a from a perspective that's supposed to piss anybody off. It's merely to tell you that if this guy ends up leaving the equation, the formula breaks. And there's no way Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup can both sustain and survive even close to top five numbers if, let's say, Stafford goes down. So it's something to keep in mind, but we're still looking to buy Cooper Cup on the cheap. So don't think that we're like all out. Bijan Robinson, it was still frustrating how he was used, but he did punch in a touchdown, 62 yards. Once Ritter went down with a apparent head injury, which we were told that he was he passed the protocol to come back into the game, so he was not concussed. They decided not to put him in. And at the end of the game, 
Uh, Arthur Smith said that it wasn't a performance reason that he was sat. It was because of the head injury, but the head injury was cleared. So Arthur Smith is running his mouth left. He's running it right. He doesn't know how to do anything but run his mouth because he doesn't know how to run Bijan. And Bijan, 11 totes, 62 yards, getting six yards a pop. Touchdown on the ground. This guy's a monster in the making. It's just we're unsure if he's going to let the monster out to play. Now, this is a good sign. Uh, Mariota came in and, and looked pretty, pretty de- or, uh, sorry, uh, what's his face? Came in and looked pretty decent. Took over for Ritter for Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Looked pretty decent um, in terms of like changing the offense the way that we want it. Mariota came into the game as well in his game. But but t- but Heineke is is one of those guys that that I think he, he gets the most out of the players around him. And I think that, that we need a change in the offense. We need we need this offensive coordinator and Arthur Smith to say to themselves, like, hey, we need to worry about putting it all on Heineke. Let's run the ball. That's what we need. It's not so much that Heineke's better than Ritter. It's that Ritter runs the ball a lot, vultures a lot. And for some odd reason, Arthur Smith's too comfortable with Ritter and his passing inabilities. He loves him. And, and, and the bad behavior of Arthur Smith gets enabled because they win or they do well or Ritter scores a touchdown on the ground with his feet. And they're like, yeah, that's why we don't run Bijan. And it gets enabled. So we, no offense, no offense, Ritter, but you need to sit out. You need to sit out. You need to go do something else for a while. Okay? This should be Heineke, but it probably won't be because it sounds like from Arthur Smith's mouth, this wasn't a performance thing. We still believe in Ritter is what he said in so many words. So expect Ritter to probably start this next game. Bijan Robinson, though, at least there's signs of life to the tune of a touchdown on the ground. So we're pretty excited about that. This jersey's getting awfully hot. I got to take this bad boy off. Hold on. Oh, goodness gracious. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm going to turn the fan on, too. It's getting awfully, awfully toasty in here. That Joe, but how does Joe Burrow wear that during the whole game? I mean, he's cool though. Joe Cool is able to do it. I don't know if I can. Taysom Hill, what a phenomenal play! I started him in a couple leagues as a super flex quarterback because he has quarterback eligibility, hence the 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 quarterback label right there. Completed one of two attempts for 44 yards in the Saints' Week Eight win against the Colts, adding nine rushes for 63 yards and two touchdowns. Phenomenal play, amazing tight end play if he's eligible, and a, a darn pretty darn good emergency super flex play if I might say so myself. And I, I relish in that this week. This guy, Travis Etienne, to the freaking moon. To he continues moon. to churn out production after production over production. Etienne does nothing but produce. And 24 totes of the rock, 79 yards in this Jaguar Week 8 win against the Steelers. The Jaguars keep doing it. People keep ripping on, on, on Trevor Lawrence. But he ends up coming through again. And the the, uh, the the stat line also included three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. 79 yards on the ground. 70 receiving yards. For those of you at home, that's over 140 yards. That's why you went to college. And a touchdown. And three catches. That's quite a day. That's what you call a monster. The moon. Okay, and that's going to continue because it just keeps happening. This guy keeps churning out yardage. He's a top top two to five running back. You could argue if you wanted he's the second best running back in fantasy if you wanted to. You could seriously make that argument if you wanted. Garrett Wilson, we knew he was going to rebound. 
I'm gonna break this glass, aren't I? We knew. Did I crack it? I don't think so. We knew. We knew he was gonna rebound. We absolutely knew it. Seven of thirteen targets, a hundred yards. We wanted a touchdown. There were plenty of opportunities for him to get something extra. It didn't happen because Zach Wilson is kind of pedestrian. But Zach Wilson kind of gets it done. Aaron Rodgers was literally on the field. Aaron Rodgers was literally on the field. Where's my football? He was literally on the field taking drop. He was doing drop back passes with Zach Wilson. Literally going like this. Here's the football. Joking around. Looking at him. Looking at, looking at him. Part of the team. One of the boys. And he was just sitting there going like this. Drop back pass. Cut, plant, throw. Literally doing everything Zach Wilson was doing. Putting the pressure on the Achilles, on the heel, on the calf. Literally planting and throwing the football. I don't know how close he is to recover, to coming back. And you could sit here and say all you want. This is a week six. What are we doing here? You can sit here and say all you want. All you want. Coach Smitty, Underdog Fantasy, will be drafting probably tomorrow. All you want, Smitty, why are we talking about a guy in Aaron Rodgers that's not going to return? He's not returning, Smitty. People don't come back from Achilles tears. You're even one that says this. No, I'm one that says running backs cannot recover ever from an Achilles tear, at least to the tune of a top 10 running back. The only running back with major success that we've seen recover from an Achilles tear as an RB was Deonta Foreman, who played for the Bears tonight. And he has been kind of decent the last couple of years, but it took him like three years to get back to even remotely close to his old form. And even then, he's never been a top 10 running back. He's the most successful Achilles tear running back we've ever seen because it has to do with quickness and hitting the hole. And you never fully get that back in time to get a job because running backs have a three to four year shelf life. That means probably the only Achilles tear injury we'll ever see that becomes like a top five or 10 running back is a player that tears it at like 20, 21 years old. They get back to form after about two years and at 23, 24, 25, they can have a career still. That's the only chance we have. But the problem is the injury is an older player injury. A lot of the time, not always Akers suffered one, but a lot of the time it is a player, an older player that suffers injury, a calf injury that turns into an Achilles tear. That's what happened. And that's why we're worried about Joe Burrow still, right? Wrong. Because Joe Burrow's out there running for 44 yards today in the game, and he's all set. Burrow's back, baby. Burrow's back. Get burrowed. Get breached. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Get Brees too. Get Brees too. But anyways, Aaron Rodgers back to pass. Who knows how long? It could be four weeks, three weeks, five weeks, six weeks. Who the hell knows? But if the Jets keep winning, the odds of Rodgers coming back, it grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And you can say it till you're blue in the face. It can't happen. It can't happen with the running back, as I just described. But it could happen with the quarterback. It could happen with the quarterback. It might happen with Aaron Rodgers. You can say whatever you want. I really don't care. I'm here to inform you about the, the things that could happen, not the things that will 100% happen. We're not here to just always give you 100% locked in facts. We're here to discuss the topics that are important to you, to me, and everybody else. And Aaron Rodgers is important. Aaron Rodgers is a man. Aaron Rodgers is a man of the people. Aaron Rodgers is the people. Man, that's what I'll say right now. Aaron Rodgers to the moon. To the moon. Yeah. Yeah.
Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, let's do it. Come on, man. Pick up. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, man, it's Devontae Adams again. <laughs> um, call me back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is one of my very favorite people, and I love that he pisses people off, and I love everything about him. I love that he's an independent person, an independent thinker, and he does what he wants, and if you don't like Aaron Rodgers, that pisses me off. Garrett Wilson loves Aaron Rodgers, so why don't you love Aaron Rodgers? 7 of 13, 100 yards. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers gets back with the boys. I can't wait. I cannot wait. This one right here, Rashid, uh, Rashid Shahid is going crazy. I mean, this guy, this guy is, uh, this guy's been going nuts every once in a while. He's not super consistent, but good God, he's been kind of lately, right? So if he's available on your waiver wire, it's 153 and a touchdown on three uh, receptions, right? He cut all three of his targets. That's a waiver wire gem if I've ever seen one. If you're in a bind, this guy Alvin Kamara, one of our monster win a league players all off season long as people came running in going Smitty I don't understand you, you, you tell me he should be put away or he shouldn't be playing he should have a year long suspension Smitty why do you draft him because we separate our feelings Bob our feelings about how it makes us feel when he's off the field, and how it makes us feel when he's on the field. It, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid and I watched Sesame Street, it told me you can have two feelings at the same time, and that's okay. And that's how this man makes us feel, okay? He had 17 totes, 59 yards, and a tutty. But I'm not done. Adding four receptions for 51 yards and a tutty. And that sends you to the, moon. to the moon. And that also puts you on planet Uranus. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Let's make him the king of Uranus. But he's also an absolute monster. Love, love Alvin Kamara. League winner. One of our most drafted players across our entire community. Across our entire community. Because we we beat it like a dead horse. Over and over and over. Kind of like Alvin Kamara. Over and over we just went we went aggressive on it. And we said draft the man. Do it now. Do it live. Do it in every draft. He's going around 7, 8, 9 on underdog. All off season long. All off season long. And he's going in like round 5, 6, 7. In regular redraft leagues. It was a steal. Win a league potential. Top five running back. Congratulations to everybody who smashed the hell out of that one. You've just been Smitty approved. Now, on to the next monster. This guy, known as Jalen Hurts. 21 of our buy lows weeks ago. He's been playing pretty steady. Steady Eddie if I've ever seen it. And now it's he's untouchable. He's untouchable. This man goes out 29 of 38. 319. 
Four tutties! Absolutely exploded. To the moon. And now he's untouchable. He's a top. He's really a top 12 overall player. Whether you want to believe it or not. Schmitty, did you just say he's top 12? Does that mean that you draft him number 12 overall of drafting today? Well, let me ask you a question, Bob. If you're doing an underdog draft, by the way, tomorrow, underdog fantasy promo code Smitty, the link I'm dropping in the live chat right this very second. So you're going to want to click this. Hold on. You want to click this link right here. Let me grab the link real quick. I'll grab the link. The under, underdog will match up to $500 for a limited time on your first deposit. Here is that link right here. Click that link. I'm going to I'm going to pin that link in the live chat. And, and you want to draft with me, you click that link. But on Underdog Fantasy, on Underdog Fantasy, um, what was I even saying? <laughs> what was I what was I saying? Burrow, I don't know. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what I was gonna say. Something about drafting somebody. Somebody remind me what I was gonna say. Uh, let's go on to the next player until I until uh, I remember. Jaron Hall. He is a uh, who's Jaron Hall? Smitty. I was using the megaphone. Smitty, uh, who's Jaron Hall? Uh, is, is that a baseball player? Did you get the wrong news when you clipped this one? Let me look it up real quick. Hold on. Oh, this is Jaron Hall. He happens to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay, this is a serious topic. I'm sorry to go here. Is it too soon to even joke around? This is this is awful. This is awful news. I think many of you know by now that Kirk Cousins has torn his Achilles tendon, and this confirmation, the double confirmation, will will drop tomorrow. But Kirk Cousins is out for the season for sure. There's no coming back from a torn Achilles if you tear it now and you have your surgery one, two, three weeks from now, you're talking about double-digit weeks. There's just no... Even if you're on the Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers track, even if Aaron Rodgers called him up and said, Hey, Kirk, I got a, I got a little uh, pamphlet for you. Okay, meet me at the at the sweat lodge. We'll perform your Achilles tendon. We'll have you back on the field throwing passes within four or five weeks. Doesn't matter. This guy can't... Even if he's on Aaron Rodgers' plan, he can't get back this year. So he's done. The question is, does he try and fast-track it like Aaron Rodgers? Maybe. Older players have a tough time fast-tracking injuries. I don't know that anybody's really going to do what Aaron Rodgers is capable and willing to do, especially with all the things he's into, the healing things he does. Who the hell knows what this man's into? And I love Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers to the moon. But, but I think it's safe to say that his 2024 early part of the seasons in major jeopardy. So we have serious questions in play as to what JJ's future looks like, at least in 2024, what Addison's future looks like. Seven of eight targets, 82 yards, and a touchdown today. And then Kirk Cousins goes down, and now we have no idea how to value this man or JJ going forward because this man, Jaron Hall, is a total unknown. A total unknown. And he did complete three or four passes for 23 yards. We have no idea what he's going to do on the field. There's no way to, to say, hey, he looked good in his three of four passing. We have no clue what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you that 
I don't feel comfortable with Addison having even remotely close to the same value walking into the remaining parts of the of the, the season. I don't feel close, uh, remotely close to having the same feelings about the value of Addison walking into the early part of 2024. However, the Vikings could get aggressive and go get a quarterback. What if they go get Kyler Murray from my Cardinals? What if they go get another signal caller? We have no clue what's in store. What if they get aggressive in the draft and trade up for Caleb Williams or grab one of the other quarterbacks that might end up being co compared to Caleb Williams come draft day? Because quarterback values evolve really quickly and a lot of times the early leader of the quarterback race walking into the early NFL draft content, people get bored with them. Even scouts get bored with them. The NFL environment gets bored with them. And just like in politics, the, the out-of-nowhere candidate can get really popular really quick. And so there's a chance that Caleb falls or there's a chance that another quarterback is in that territory or three, probably three quarterbacks in the top 10 that the Vikings would be toying around with going and getting. Look at Levis. We'll talk about Levis in a minute. A guy I said I kind of doubt Levis, and I'll take a lap on that right now. Levis looked fantastic. Levis looked great in an offense I didn't think would be able to support him. But it is what it is, and you got to react quickly. We're not always going to be able to peg these things right out from the jump, and Levis looks fantastic. I don't know what can happen here. Anything can happen, but for right now, I'm very, very pessimistic on JJ's return, JJ's quick return. I don't know. It depends on if they win, lose, or draw. What JJ is going to do in terms of trying to get back right at the time frame that he's been expecting. The, the hopes and dreams of the Vikings are probably going to sink from here going forward. That's my guesstimation. You never know, but I highly doubt that this guy, Jaron Hall, is going to come in and command this team like Kirk Cousins was. Because the defense is bad. The offense has to score a tremendous amount of points in order to hang in games. So even if he plays competently, if he can't hang with Kirk Cousins' production and the defense is awful, how in the hell is this guy going to lead this team to even one victory? So this is not a good sign for all players involved. That goes for Hawkinson, Addison, every single player, Osborne, and of course, JJ, and it sucks. It is what it is. Injuries suck, and this was a horrible one. This had a, a bunch of degrees of separation impact uh, in, in, in ways that other trades didn't. You know, like a one player goes down, like JJ goes down, huge blow for the JJ owners. But when Kirk Cousins goes down or uh, another quarterback relating to and connecting like Aaron Rodgers to three different players, especially two of which Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall were monster predictions of ours. And we've, we've suffered all season long because of that Aaron Rodgers injury that can impact so much. So this one is near and dear to my heart because it feels very much like the Aaron Rodgers injury and partly because it was the same injury that, that affected Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, affected by Aaron Rodgers' Achilles tear. Now J.J. and Addison and Hawkinson, affected by the Kirk Cousins' Achilles tear. It's awful. The Achilles is the new ACL, and I'm just dreading Achilles tear news as it rears its ugly head all the time. Mostert, not doing well. Good buy low candidate, though. 46 yards on just 13 totes of the rock, but got a touchdown. Kind of a good buy-low candidate, especially in these like two-for-two two trades. But he still got a lot of risk and injury risk. This one here from da Dak Prescott. 25 of 30 passes for 304 yards and four touchdowns and an interception. Let's give Dak a, a, a moonshot because he has been doubted. The media has been on his neck. 
his his potential like uh, you know, you need to move on from Dak, bench Dak. Now, he does this. He'll have an up and down. People think he's amazing. Then he'll crap the bed. People will forget everything he did good about a week or two from now if he craps the bed. But probably the thing that excites me most right now is the impact this has to the players around him. And we, we talked about it earlier. CeeDee Lamb coming in hot with a, 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 a fantasy football overall week scoring you know title here. 12 of 14, 158 and two tutties. So the fact that we've got Dak doing great things at all is fantastic for Tony Pollard, even though Tony Pollard, which we'll show right here in a second, didn't have the greatest game. Tony Pollard, 53 yards on 12 totes. But that's because they were thrown a lot. But I think that the Dak development here, getting a little bit better this year in this new offense, I say develop because this is McCarthy's offense. This isn't Kellen Moore's offense. It's a new offense. It was supposed to be run heavy. They decided to maybe change things up like we predicted in the offseason, that maybe going run heavy and changing things wouldn't be good. So they'd have to at some point reassess, go backwards, unwrap everything and try and move forward with a heavy pass attack and here they go four passing touchdowns two to cd lamb and now they're passing again this is what we said cd lamb would go down in value until they reverted back to an aggressive passing attack hopefully they continue to do that then that will open up tony pollard for some explosive plays so buy low on tony pollard I have no doubt that he'll be a great value this week, and I have little doubt that there's concern. So I'd definitely buy low on Tony Pollard. A lot of people are going to be freaking out. Brees Hall is eight mother freaking feet tall. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole of a job. He does a hall of a job. He does a hall of a job. He's eight foot tall. It might, we might have to remeasure. We we're talking in the comments in one of my Instagram posts. And I don't know if he's eight foot tall. We might have to remeasure. This man might be 10 feet tall. 12 totes, 17 yards. That was not good. But when he's not productive in the run game, that means they're down and they're throwing. And guess what he does? Guess what he does best? Catching football. Six catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. This guy finds lanes like nobody I've ever seen in my life. He's like that crazy motorcycle guy on the freeway that just goes in between all the cars and he just finds a way into the end zone. This man is an absolute monster. You give him enough touches, every six or seven touches, he breaks a 40-plus yard run or catch. He is just a magician between the tackles. He's the perfect size and strength and, and center of balance. It's like he's short enough. That, that he can kind of like disguise himself in between the the, the, the gaps and, and linemen. And he's big and strong enough that that doesn't hamper him that he's too small to play football. He's the perfect contact balance and size. It's weird to describe, but I, I thought of it while I was watching the game. I'm like, you know what it is about Brees? He's the ideal frame for the way that he plays football and the way the Jets can use him at times and at times they don't. But it's just so amazing to watch him navigate between these, these bigger players and he does it so smoothly. His jump cuts are amazing. He has a little bit of that like 
I don't I don't want to I don't want to say Barry Sanders because no one will ever be Barry Sanders, but his ability to go from one jump cut plant in a direction in ways that other players can't. And Ty Tyreek and Achan and Demir Gibbs and Brees Hall, they all kind of share that 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 little attribute that some of the greats, you know, had. And and I, it's so fun to watch Brees Hall play. That's why it's an absolute joy to watch him play. Just a absolute jo joy. Absolute joy. Get breached. And this man caught 76 yards for a touchdown. Receiving. 76 yards on six catches for a touchdown. Just what a freaking monster. And and he's really a running top five running back potentially going forward. Like you could say Austin Eckler, who we're getting to in a minute. In fact, let's get to Austin Eckler next. Austin Eckler, top five. Brees Hall, top five. Uh, Kamara, top five. Christian McCaffrey, one. Uh, who the hell knows who's next? Like, you literally could go through a gauntlet of players and we could have arguments about it. But one guy, I don't think there's any debating after tonight as he's bounced back to form despite everybody and their mother doubting this man over and over and over as your boy said, yeah, don't draft him. Don't draft him. Let somebody else draft him. Is Austin Eckler even on my list right here? Did I did I not screenshot Austin Eckler? I might not have screenshotted Austin Eckler. I got to go find him. But we made a trade in the throne draft. You guys know the throne draft. The draft where you draft my team for me. And we made a trade the other night that even in the, 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 the YouTube uh, live stream, there was a majority of people that said that we got worked over on the trade potentially. And I did not agree I would do the trade over again right now. And I think a lot of people would as well. I would love to take a re-vote if anybody would like to take a vote. Let's first talk about the man of the hour. His name is Austin Eckler. He went out and had an explosion bounce back game as everybody doubted him. Your boy told you not to draft him because he probably suffers some injuries given he's 28 years old. Then we swoop in after people pay, paid the high draft capital and then we take him off their hands for, for pennies on the dollar that bake in all the risk that's still present for him being older, but we bought him at second round equivalent value. What does he do tonight? Similar to Brees Hall. Look at the Brees Hall line and look at the Austin Eckler line it's very 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 similar where's my where's my Brees Hall graphic where did I put Brees I don't know where Brees went uh it, it's uh it's it's 15 carries 29 yards so similar like not impressive on the ground right what does he do when things aren't working on the ground he's a receiving specialist he actually had a hundred yards but he had a, a, a reception that was for negative and then he fumbled it at the end but 94 yards and a touchdown on seven receptions, and he had 29 yards on the ground. Nice bounce back game. It was so much nicer with the hundred, and then he 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 got that loss. It it was a tough it was a tough play because it you know knocked like three or four points off the board. Eckler was sitting about 25 26 fantasy points, and then now he finished with like 22 to 23 depending on your scoring. But Austin Eckler, we made this trade in the throne draft where we drafted this right here, or we traded this right here. We traded uh, uh, Puka Nakua, and we traded um, uh, Pacheco, who we love. You know, Pacheco was a moon man. So Pacheco and Puka, and we traded that for Eckler. And I know that Watson crapped the bed, and we'll talk about Watson in a minute, but we're not so worried about Watson. We're worried about this piece right here. Now, I want to take a vote. You don't have to just vote in favor of the Eckler side because I'm sitting in front of you and you don't want to hurt my feelings. I would love to know what the chat thinks. 
What side do you like better going forward? Pacheco, Puka, who have not yet had their bye week, or Eckler and Watson, who have had their bye weeks already. These are bye week free individuals on this side of the trade. No bye week. They have bye weeks. So that's a huge negative. That could be like 40 points. Vote in the chat because the chat was 60 to 70% in favor of Puka Pacheco before kickoff. And a lot of us were confused because the community as a whole voted on the trade, but we didn't vote on YouTube. So, and in the comments of the Instagram post, people kept coming in saying Puka and Pacheco are so much better. I can't believe they made that trade. And I'm just scratching my head and I'm saying to myself, this guy's got top five running back potential. And yeah, this guy's disappointing, but people don't realize if they didn't watch the game, he had literally three touchdown opportunities that weren't really his fault. They were contested. They were contested. And who cares about Watson right here? This is Eckler alone is really in the, in the, in the conversation of being one of the top grabs walking into this week and now relishing in that, that victory. If you made the trade, uh, we got we got Eckler side Eckler side. What happened to Stafford? He hurt his thumb. We have no, you know, I'll have I'll have a report on that. Just hang tight. We haven't got to it yet. Uh, Eckler side Eckler side, especially with Stafford injury. Eckler side. We got a Puka Puka vote by Kentucky, uh, and that's okay. You could be different. I'd take Eckler all day. This is a very stark difference in voting than it was last night. It's and I take I relish in that because I think we made an amazing trade. And I told everybody in the chat last night, even though this is a community vote, I didn't necessarily make this trade it was our community of course i guided a little bit i'm like yeah my opinion is yeah i think we should do it but that doesn't always make our community say yes in this league the community drafts my team it's called the fantasy football throne i invented this league and i brought 11 other experts into it and our communities draft our team for us and they also help us make our trades and so this move i would have done myself if my community didn't want to do it i still would have wanted to do it i wouldn't have forced it but it's an absolute absolute gem of a trade and i think it's going to absolutely win us this league and anyway let's get back to the to the news here brock purdy this is awful uh awful brock brock turdy is it really brock turdy or is it that he was still messed up from his concussion that his coach shouldn't have thrown him out onto the field as i said before the game started that kyle shanahan is one of the most reckless coaches with his players that i've ever seen all of his players get hurt. All of his quarterbacks get hurt. His entire running back room got hurt two years ago where Debo Samuel, his star wide receiver, had to become a running back for entire games because seven running backs were injured. All seven of the 49ers running backs were injured two years ago and Debo had to become the starting running back for the San Francisco 49ers. Every single quarterback on the roster was injured in the playoffs, and Brock Purdy, who tore his UCL, was shoved back into the game after Shanahan took him out for tearing his UCL and made him play with the torn UCL after making him throw about 20 passes on the sideline that he wasn't able to throw, further inflaming his UCL. And if you remember correctly, his UCL was so inflamed, he had to wait multiple weeks before he could even get the surgery because Shanahan made him play on it. Now Shanahan rushes him back from his UCL tear because I don't know who would, if how much influence Shanahan had on the quicker procedure, but this guy comes back, looks really good with all the assets there. Everybody's firing on all cylinders, and he has back-to-back -back games with two two interceptions. He, if anybody didn't watch the end of the game, at the end of the game, Brock Purdy was slammed down to the ground and hit his head again. 
and he grabs his head like this and goes like this. And his his teammate picked him up, I don't know if it's Kittle or an offensive lineman, put their hand out, and he goes like this, and, and put his hand out, and then Brock grabbed his hand, and he pulled him up. Nobody checked on him. His team didn't check on him. The booth, his own, his own uh, personnel in the booth who see this from above didn't check on him. The announcers saw it. They replayed it and showed that he hit his head and then grabbed his head. Brock kept playing. Shanahan is reckless with his players. I don't care what anybody says. Shanahan hurts his players. His actions are pathetic and they put players at risk. He shoved Brock Purdy out there too early. Only one player in the entire NFL went back out onto the field the very next week after getting concussed. And Brock Purdy got concussed. They didn't know he had a concussion. He played almost an, an entire quarter or two quarters while concussed, what puts, which puts his brain in so much more of a vulnerable state than the average concussion because he played on it, took more hits, hit the ground. That's what happened to Tua. That's why Tua had to recover, took such a long time to recover because Tua got a concussion. The team let him play. Even Mike McDaniel, who I love, sent him back out onto the field knowing he was concussed. And he can say he didn't know all he wants. But we all have eyes. We saw Tua's arms lock up. He sent him back out onto the field. And he played with a concussion and got concussed again with a concussive state going on. Brock Purdy hit his head in this game in week 8. I'm not even talking about week 7. He hit his head in week number 8 at the end of the game. And they just send him back out. They just have him out there. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what Kyle Shanahan's willing to do to put his players on the field. Christian McCaffrey playing injured. Christian McCaffrey being run into the ground. If anybody thinks Christian McCaffrey isn't a high risk for an injury at some point this season, I have a bridge to sell you. I'm not saying I sell him low. I'm not saying I get rid of him. I'm not saying I don't ride the wave and take the chance. But I'll tell you right now. If there's a player out there that I'm more worried about with all the injuries going on, there's there's no other player I'm more worried about than Christian McCaffrey, the way that Kyle Shanahan abuses his players and I feel, in my opinion, gets them injured by his actions. And that might just be my opinion, but I think it's a very strong opinion and I'll, I'll take that opinion up against anybody because I know a lot of people like to defend him, especially in the comments. Um, Brock Purdy... 365, two INTs. He threw a third INT, and there was a roughing the passer on Brock Purdy. I believe that's maybe when he hit his head. I'm not. I'm not sure if that was the exact play. And then, and then, uh, uh, and then after that, they they reversed that because of the the penalty. And Brock Purdy was stripped from the football, lost the football, and the the uh, the Bengals recovered the football. So it wasn't an INT because they called it back, but it was a fumble. So it was INT, INT, lost fumble. His confidence has to be shook badly. And if they don't have all their pieces in play in week number 10, they go on a bye in week 9, I don't know what he's going to do. And Brock Purdy is a big concern going forward. I'd be, I'd be petrified if Brock Purdy was my only quarterback right now, especially heading into the bye week. This man, Saquon Barkley, look, he's dealing with a bad environment. They misuse him all the time. He, he has to break one off in order to get his production. 36 carries it took him to get to the 128. That's a lot of carries, something that's going to break a man that's very fragile. 
Um, so I would say, uh, in one breath, I'd say amazing. Congratulations. Let's go to the moon, to the moon. Saquon Barkley. Love seeing him get a, a, a buck 28 on the ground, but it took him 36 totes to finally break free in this bad, putrid offense, and he averaged 3.5 yards per carry. So if it's me not saying I sell low, I'd like to take a chance on him, and I love him as a player, and I hope to God we're talking about him in, in the free agency period in early 2024. I can't wait for the content. I love I love January February, March, April, May, June, July, more than any other time because it's the rumor time. It's the NFL draft, all the milestones in the offseason. If you guys haven't been with me during an offseason, boy, are you in store for an amazing trip down content lane because we go live whenever news breaks and during free agency, during trades, during the NFL draft. We're popping in and out sometimes three and four times a day. And I do anticipate talking about this man quite a bit. Saquon Barkley, where is he going to play? The problem I have with Barkley is he 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 does he they suck the life out of him. He he is he's like running at 60% capacity in New York. This guy could be a, easily a top 5 running back like without hesitation, maybe even number 2, number 1 in a different environment. Like if he was traded to San Francisco instead of CMC, he'd be going nuts in San Francisco, although Shanahan would eventually hurt him. But he'd be going nuts per, per game started. The problem is, he likes New York. And I don't know if this is just a posture move. I don't think it is. He wants to retire in New York. He wants to stay in New York. He doesn't have a good sense of what's good for him. And so, for me, I kind of feel like we're going to get all hyped about this and it's going to be a big letdown and he's going to stay put. Remember when Aaron Rodgers was going to get traded to Denver? We didn't know where he was going to go. Then he returned to Green Bay and it was like getting kicked right at the sack. That's what it, I, it could feel like for the Maca uh, for the Barkley situation. But doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. We're going to be excited about it. We're going to be talking about it. But Barkley, in this environment, while I wouldn't sell him low, I would certainly look to sell him high off this 128-yard game because it feels a little bit like fool's gold or at least a road of inconsistency. And for that reason, I am out. Tyreek Hill doing Tyreek Hill things. 8 of 13, 112 yards and a touchdown. This guy was an absolute straight monster. But we knew he was going to bounce back on a tear in this game because we knew Tua and the boys weren't having it in week number eight. We knew Tua and the boys were embarrassed in week number seven. We knew that Tua and the boys were going to come back with a, a vengeance and a, a whole line of motivation behind every single one of these guys to come out and drop loads all over the field. And what's Tyreek Hill do? Eight receptions, 112, touchdown. What's Tua Tagovailoa do? Three, 30 of 45, 324, three touchdowns and an interception. Straight monsters, straight ballers. Tyreek Hill going to get shut down by Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, we heard this over and over. Bill Belichick focuses so much on shutting down one wide receiver. This might be the week to sit Tyreek Hill. I heard a bunch of comment commentators and uh, and content creators talking about that because uh, people screenshot stuff all the time and send it to me. I, I don't have time to watch other shows, but sometimes that stuff brushes across my my uh, my home screen or, or my uh, my homepage or on my YouTube. It'll pop up and I'll see it. I'll be like, sit Tyreek. Look, Tyreek Hill was is going to explode in this game no matter what Bill Belichick was going to do. Tua Tagovailoa was going to explode in this game no matter what because Tua Tagovailoa was going to come out on a vengeance and on a holy terror and terrorize anybody in his way coming off an embarrassing, and Mike McDaniel coming off an embarrassing week seven. This was a blow-up game. We knew it was going to happen. And the 
buy low opportunity is absolutely off the table. Javante, we got to talk about Javante in a second. Where's my Jalen Waddle? Uh, here it is. Where's my Jalen Waddle? There's Jonathan Taylor. Where's my Jalen Waddle? These are all so small, I cannot see them. Jalen Waddle is here somewhere. Jalen Waddle, where are you? Jalen. Uh, here it is. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, 7 of 12. 121 yards and a touchdown. This was an absolute winning ticket here. I think on Underdog Fantasy, I drafted the trio in a couple of my 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 teams, and I still didn't. I still didn't. It was like it was crazy. I, I pulled it up on Underdog. I'm like, this team's gonna be in the top 20 or 30 on the on the Week Eight um, uh, Battle Royale, right? I walk in and I look at it, and I'm like, I'm like about around 900th place. And, and I dropped down to about like a, a thousandth place, but there's, I mean, that's good. Thousandth place, you're, 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 you're earning money on that. But I got this team that I'm looking at, Tyreek Hill, two and Waddle. I'm like, how in the hell is this team not number one? Uh, what an amazing trio to throw onto an underdog team, which we're going to do a draft tomorrow. So get ready. I've got some ideas for next week's revenge tour group. Okay. Jalen Waddle, Tua, Tyreek. Hang tight for what I think could be that that combo or crew for next week. Tua, let's put Tua over here. Tyreek Monster over here. Lo- love these guys right now in fantasy. I'm, I, I'm all and someone's gonna say, Smitty, I thought you were worried about Tua Tagovailoa taking a hit. I'm always worried about that. I'm gonna be worried about that until the season ends. You know, he's gonna be at high risk anytime he gets hit. He's been hit less than a lot of quarterbacks, if not all quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's gotten protected very well. Jonathan Taylor didn't have quite the explosion that we predicted or that I predicted walking into the game. Zach Moss was definitely solid, like 40-something yards in a tutty, I think. I think I got Zach Moss somewhere in here. I'll pull him up eventually when I get to him. But Taylor still did very well, 95 yards. I was hoping he'd get like one or two more carries to get like 112, 120. And we'd all feel really good about Taylor walking out this week. I think we feel good about Taylor walking out. They paid him big dollars. They're getting him worked in. He's getting better each week. I do think he's a low-end running back one go forward. And he's actually a pretty darn good buy low considering he only had the 95 yards. It's only nine points. 10 points, somebody's going to be willing to listen to a trade and sell him at a reasonable value. Javante Williams might be back. Javante Williams gets maybe gets the game ball just because I'm glad to see him doing Javante things. 27 carries. Granted, this was not amazing yards per carry action. But, you know, it was a weather game, even though the weather wasn't as bad as we thought. And we got to talk about weather. Weather was a huge concern, almost more than any any other week going into this week. And it was a non-factor. And I think that's why even when when wind of 15 mile per hour, you know, uh, unless it's like 30 mile, 40 mile, 50 mile with gusts, 50 mile per hour wind. I don't think we let any of the weather affect us all that much because it's so hard. You start hearing things like... The field's going to be absolutely disastrous. People start posting photos of this thick of snow and Patrick Mahomes in it. And the field looked glorious. It looked glorious. There was nothing wrong. Some, some, In some of these cases, there was snow and rain. And you saw Brees Hall score a touchdown. And there was, like, weather. And it's like, yeah, you know, there's little bits of weather here and there. But none of it affects it like you think. And Javante, 27 totes, 85 yards and a touchdown. Uh, 3 of 3 and 13 yards and t- touchdown was receiving. I'm real excited about what might be in store for this man moving forward. And while there was some pessimism, even from me, just saying, well, I don't know if he's going to get the ball, now is feeling really, really nice. Javante season could be back. Uh, let's send Javante to the moon for good measure. To the moon. 
you know, and we even have that Javante season song uh, somewhere. I think it's here. Do you smell it? This is Javante season. We don't need no reason. We come rumbling, tumbling, stumbling in the end zone. Touchdown is Javante season. It's it's Javante season. Uh, appreciate rock out. Uh, with that that amazing rap song, uh, Devonte Smith, ninety nine yards and one touchdown in the Eagles' Week Eight win over the Commanders. We knew he was bouncing back. This has been one of my top go get players in all of fantasy football for the last handful of weeks. Because even though he's continued to bust, I've said stay the course. I've said, hey, two bust weeks in a row, Smitty. You said he was going to bounce back in Week Seven. He didn't. That's good. Now he's worth less. Now you can go get him cheaper. What did Devonte Smith, Devonta Smith do? Seven or seven, 99 yards and a touchdown. Absolute monster. AJ Brown was a monster too. Obviously a bigger monster, but this guy is back. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Congrats to every single one of you monsters that bought this man low, George Kittle. Just doing amazing things in this game. He, you know, I would say sell high... But like he he's been pretty consistent, and let's let's get let's be honest. Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan specifically, uh, they dial up plays and look for Kittle because he's the safety net. You know, Purdy's not hitting some of these other throws, so Kittle will be wide open on a delayed route or some kind of drag route across the middle, and he's benefiting. He's wide open when he catches the football too. It's not like he has got to do is catch it, turn around. Um, and, and try and get as far downfield as he can. So nine of 11, 149 yards, very solid performance out of out of George Kittle. And and I think uh, if you have him, you just feel lucky that you've got a solid tight end that's playing well. Uh, Gus Edwards, man, this guy might be on waiver wire, uh, the waiver wire show for sure, because I think his availability is probably uncomfortably high. And 19 carries for 80 yards and three touchdowns. Some people didn't even know he scored three touchdowns. If you didn't watch all the games, you'd be shocked. The Gus Edwards had a three-touchdown game, 80 yards on the ground, 19, 19 totes. Maybe they don't trade for Derrick Henry. This is probably the worst news we could have had as it relates to Derrick Henry <laughs> because now Gus Edwards is going to make them think they don't have to make a trade. And maybe they don't, but that, that closes the door maybe on the Derrick Henry 11th hour trade. Now, everyone's going to say, Smitty, they've already said they're not trading Henry. They've inform- informed Henry they're not trading him or seeking a trade. It was even clarified yesterday that the the real stances were not seeking out a trade, and so if a team was to come and offer an offer that the the uh, the Titans couldn't refuse, they would go ahead and potentially send him packing. But now that Levis has exploded, and who knows if that continues, but it looks pretty promising. And now that Gus Edwards is looking like a good option. I think there's almost no chance that there's some sort of 11th hour trade. Halloween night, Tuesday, October 31st is the trade deadline. Uh, so here here we go. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 6 of 9, 58 yards, no tutties. Very good by low candidate because people are fickle and they overreact. Christian McCaffrey, 12 times he ran the ball, 54 yards, a touchdown. Um, also pulled in six receptions for 64 and a tutty. He was a beast again in this game. Uh, Derrick Henry actually had a pretty productive game, uh, 22 totes, 101 yards, and Levis might actually open this up to him, and Derrick Henry might be a guy that you don't necessarily have to get rid of, now we hope he stays healthy, Jackson Smith and Jigba, 
three of four targets, 36 yards and a touchdown. Love, to the moon. love what I'm seeing out of Jackson Smith and Jigba. JSN is is potentially a, a locked and loaded wide receiver three go forward. Kenneth Walker had a, a pretty poor day. Um, we thought this could be the case against that very tough Cleveland defense, but it wasn't really so much about anything, but he just didn't get the volume, the game script, the way that the game was going, the flow of the game, needing to pass the ball. Um, it just, it just took kind of out. It took, just took the, the legs out from under him. I mean, all, all, uh, all reality, he averaged eight yards a carry, <laughs> you know? So 66 yards on eight carries. That is a phenomenal, uh, yards per carry line. And it just, you know, it's a good buy low situation. I think when you see somebody have 66 yards and you know that he's a touchdown machine, um, I have said before that sometimes volume might be a concern the way that this this offense is game scripted. And if the touchdowns aren't there, if you remember a few weeks back I said this, if the touchdowns aren't there, he could have a really bad game. He could have one of these games that people freak out about. And they do have a semi-tough schedule from here on out. So there's some concern, a little bit, that there could be times where if the touchdowns aren't there, it's a bad game. It could be inconsistent, just like this one. But the touchdowns have been there all year, walking through weeks one through seven. A big stretch, a big sample of games. So there's a lot of reason to believe that he'll continue to be a top five running back going forward. Just make sure you're cuffing him to Zach Charbonnet. And for some reason, Zach Charbonnet is still available in over 40% of leagues right now. So he will also be on the waiver wire show tomorrow. And you have to grab him. There's no debating whether you grab Zach Charbonnet or not. Not on my watch. Kirk Cousins, again, suffered the torn Achilles tendon. We'll get more clarification, but it is suffered. Look, there are a couple injuries that guaranteed you know that somebody suffered on the spot, on the field. That's an ACL tear. Here's the knee. Here's how you bend. If you sit on a table like this and you take the bottom joint and you pull forward, you can do a test that'll tell you whether the ACL is intact or not because you'll have movement and flexibility you should not have if the ACL is in place. And... Same thing with Achilles tears. There's a lot of ways to tell if an Achilles tendon is torn. And you pretty much know with the physical test on the field or in the locker room or wherever they perform the test. And they're almost 100% certain that Cousins has torn his Achilles. Sometimes there's grades to the Achilles tear, and that's what the imaging would do. So they're going to do an MRI. They're going to take some, some scans and do some looks at it. And then we'll know it's probably fully torn. Usually they are. Sometimes they're torn enough to where you still need to have surgery. And sometimes they're torn and they're still a little bit intact and they can do some things. But my guess is it's an, a complete tear. It's usually how it goes on the football field. And so he's out. He's out. He's out for the whole year. And who the hell knows when he's coming back. If anybody thinks just because Aaron Rodgers is looking like a, a David Blaine out there just doing magic on the field. If anybody thinks this guy's just going to walk on like Aaron Rodgers is the blueprint, everybody would have to copy Aaron Rodgers' process. And I don't know that he's going to be advised to do that. So the odds of him playing week one are probably low. So that's a, a, a devastating blow to the Vikings offense unless they plan to move on, which they could. A.J. Brown, 8 for 8, 130 yards, two touchdowns, straight up monster ball. And A.J. Brown, I don't know how tall he is. He might be 9 feet tall. A.J. Brown, what a freaking monster. Uh, top three wide receiver this year. Mahomes, buy him low. He had the flu. 24-38, 241, and two interceptions. Didn't look himself. And, and I know his owners are going to be freaking out because they've weathered through a couple bad games by this guy. So they're probably fed up with it, and I think you could buy him low. Calvin Ridley, what did your boy say? 
Keep the faith. I know this wasn't the biggest game ever, but six receptions, 83 yards. Could have been a lot bigger. Should have been about 100. There's always a touchdown in there that doesn't get hauled in. And he runs a lot of long routes, the, the low percentage of, of completion. And he takes a lot of that grunt work and, and takes it on for everybody else so that they can survive over the middle like Kirk, Kirk and all those guys. So what a, what a nice little game. And he did all this early on, so really he should have had more. But I think Ridley's back, and I want to give Ridley a standing ovation. And I want to give everybody a standing ovation who stuck with him, put him in their flex spot, and at least got you know a good number here. That's a little less than 20 points, but you did have a day. You had you know, a little over, what was it, 8? Eight, eight, uh, we got like 14 and a half, 15 points, depending on your scoring format. That's my boy. That's my boy, Calvin. Uh, appreciate my boy Calvin, and I'm I'm riding and died, dying with Calvin. And like I said earlier on my on my stream last night, if if you look at Calvin Ridley, and here's Ridley, and you look at a chart, and you say to yourself, okay, here's week one, two, three, here's eight, we'll go ten, seventeen, just to to put a whole chart here. He's gonna be like this. That's that's his chart. And, and if you sit him here, great. And start him here, great. Start him here, great. Problem is, he's the kind of player that if you're going to sit him at the wrong time, you're going to sit him here, and you're going to be going against this right here, and it's going to piss you off, and you're not going to be putting him in at the right time. Calvin Ridley, you just need to start him. He's a guy you ride and die with. You start him every week. That way, you hit some of these peaks and valleys and you don't miss out on the games he, he does strongly. It's just that kind of player. You can't draft him, a guy that's going down a field, doing all that grunt work, low percentage balls. He's not going to pull him in all the time. Sometimes T-Law will overthrow all five of his passes. Then he's screwed. And, and that sucks. And maybe you don't want to draft him next year. Maybe you don't want players like that. And, and next year, I will come up with a... Uh, yeah, best ball player, Mr. TD. Perfect example. He's a best ball, he's a best ball dream. And, and, and the perfect, I'll come up with ways, I'll come up next year, remind me to do this too, but I'm going to come up next year with players that fit this category that you may want to avoid a little more in redraft if you can't stand the anxiety of the roller coaster ride. And in best ball, they're players that are fantastic to draft. Um, so just know that. We got, uh, we got this guy right here, Will Levis. Will Levis, give him a standing O. And let me take a, a little lap because right before the game started, I said, I don't know if I believe in this guy. I don't think he could. We'll see what he can do. Let me go on a lap. Because Will Levis looked really good. Now, it was the Falcons. It was his first game. But good God. But good God. I, I, I think I think 19 of 29, 238, like that was that was good. That part wasn't like out, the outstanding part. It's just these four touchdowns. Now, some of it was circumstance, circumstance, but guess what? You can't take away the touchdowns. doesn't matter how lucky you think the, one of the Hopkins touchdowns was. He's got Hopkins, who's one of the best jump ball specialists in the, in the NFL. And Hopkins has vanished and come and vanished. And I had a, a few Hopkins questions. I, a couple of them I said start Hopkins, and a couple of them I didn't say start Hopkins. So on that note, I, I apologize to anybody that asked me a Hopkins question, but he was hard to trust, especially with Levis going in. We didn't know what Levis was going to do. No one could have predicted that Levis would have had four touchdowns his first start and, and literally fed Hopkins 
what was it? Three TDs and and uh, what was it? What was his line? Where's Hopkins' line? It's right here. It was a phenomenal line. Uh, four of six for one twenty-eight and three TDs. It was so hard to see that coming. That's painful to have Hopkins on your bench. And I apologize if I had any part in that with the Hopkins question because th- this is some of you guys had some tough 50-50 calls. Hopkins or do I go with you know Devonta Smith or Hopkins and do I go with Hopkins or do I go with you know uh, Swift or something like that? It was so tough to answer some of those flex calls. And uh, you know going forward, you got to put them in. In Superflex, he'll be on the waiver wire show for sure. And on Superflex, you got to put him in your lineup as your second quarterback, unless you've got amazing options. Or if not, you make a trade. But what what a freaking monster day that this guy Will Levis had! Absolute gem. Um, you know he, he's a real find, and, and the fact that he did so well with, with an offense that did not seem to be an offense that would help him and support him. Here's Jamar Chase. So Joe Burrow had his two third two. Th- 283, three touchdown performance. Jamar Chase caught 10 balls for 100 yards and a touchdown. Can I get some pancakes um, emojis in the chat, please? Can I get at least like 20 or 30 seconds of nothing but pancake emojis, please? The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Drop the pancake emojis. What what a team. What a duo. What a what a great little run this 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 uh this little Bengals team is on. And in Burrow is in stride right now. Disappointed in the, early on in the season. The Cav injury concerned us, but this man had forty four yards rushing. He's back. And this man right here, ten of twelve, hundred yards and a touchdown. Always leaves a little bit on the table. Uh both of them do sometimes with their deep shots, but that's the nature of that. And there we go. That's all that news right there. And then two more pieces of news. Then the Super Chats and the phone calls. Sam Howell. And I know Rockout asked a question right before, I think, the end of the show this morning. Was it? Or was it last night? Does he start Sam Howell or other option? Thank God I told him Sam Howell. Sam Howell, 397 and four tutties. He was the number one quarterback in week number eight. Sam Howell was quarterback one this week. One of our deeper quarterback sleepers here on the channel. I might add, we've been a little hot and cold on him because he can be hot and cold. But this is one of the sleeper quarterback options, and especially in Superflex, whereas draft this guy as your second quarterback and you might end up having a gem. What a day this man had. QB number one on the week. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Sam Howell to the freaking moon. Unbelievable day for Sammy boy. Unbelievable. And the last piece of news. The last piece of news. Oh, there he is. Puka Nakua, three of seven. Again, if you look at, if I could find Cooper Cup, let me see if I could find Cooper Cup and put him on the screen again. I don't think I could find him in that pile. I'd be quicker to find him just by scrolling through all my images here and try and find the... Cooper Cup line here. Here it is. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Uh, look at just to give you an idea of how bad Stafford was, you know, and, and how bad the rest of the game was. Like the accuracy all around, not just Stafford's injury or anything like that, but the, you know, how, how the targets went the rest of the game too and how, the accuracy of everything. Cooper Cup, four of 10. Puka Nakua, three of seven. So, 
the the fear I have is that Stafford goes in and he's inaccurate and it's not going to help anybody or that without Stafford this is what you're looking at so not saying sell dirt cheap but I'm also saying that you might want to consider the right trade sometimes two for twos are ways to kind of like mask a problem but I will also say that they're buy lows if their owners are freaking out so your vantage point really matters um, yeah, Trey McBride at a day two. What was it, like 100 yards and a touch? 95 or 100 yards? Trey McBride. I don't have that clipped or anything, but Trey McBride had a good day. Let's give a standing ovation for week eight. It really was the best week in fantasy football, at least for our community. We had very little negative player impact or very very little, like, I don't know. It's one of those weeks where you didn't feel bad. You know, like there's like week one, week two, week three. I felt like just hitting my head on the table over and over and over. At times I felt like just running right through the wall and and just burying my head in a bucket of water for 10 minutes and just absolute, you you know, just that pitting your stomach. I hate the football. When's when's Tuesday coming? I want Tuesday to be here or at least want the money. I was literally just super excited. All day long, I haven't had a, a negative feeling or a, a, a down moment or any sort of like you know anxiety or depression creeping in. It was a great week. Let's give Week Eight a standing ovation. And of course, we mourn the loss of Kirk Cousins. We mourn the loss of JJ. And some of you might have JJ on all your teams, so you're feeling really negative and down. And I understand that. It just depends on what's happening. Bijan. What about Bijan? I mean, he scored a touchdown. He, at least he's getting going there. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a little depressed that he didn't explode, I guess you could say. Well, not depressed. I'd say I'm a little bit anxious for him to explode, but he didn't bring my day down. I mean, I, I, I smashed in a lot of leagues and pretty much 80% of them I Bijan. So Bijan helped enough win that game. Kincaid's been exploding. Uh, just w- what a day. What a day. What a day. What a day. What a mighty good day. To the moon. Let's take... Let's take these super chats, then we'll take some phone calls. First super chat of the day is Charles. Always get a standing O, Charles, when you drop the first super chat of the day. Or the show, rather. Um, Trey McBride to the moon, but what's your thoughts on Will Levis and the Titans? So I think you heard me talk about that. Like Levis a lot. Prove me wrong. I took my lap twice on the show today, uh, tonight. On Will Levis, just to make sure everybody knows. I try and take accountability when I say something about a player. I don't think he's going to be good. Uh, he, look, he looked good. He looked good. Um, and, and he's got the weapons. You know, the Titans aren't going to trade Derrick Henry now. Like, even more of a reason they're not going to trade him. So, why would they trade him when, when he's going to help Will Levis? And they think they can actually get something going. Uh, you know, at least for the future, too. Uh, we're moving Addison. Got offered D-Hop and Ninjoku and Ferguson. <sighs> Let's get a vote from the chat. If the chat could please vote on this one, would you rather have Addison right now knowing what we know or Hopkins? I'm going to say give me D, the D-Hop side. And I, I don't really say it with any hesitation or any equivocation or stuttering or, or I think, uh, trade regret. I think I would take that in a, in a heartbeat. I think the chat will probably agree, but we'll see what the chat says. Chat, please vote. And let's see what you think. Yeah, Eckler to the moon, bro. Eckler to the freaking moon. Everybody that made fun of our trade in the Fantasy Football Throne League, where we got Eckler, we gave up Puka Nakua, we gave up Pacheco, we got Eckler and Christian Watson. Everybody complaining about, oh, Christian Watson, even after the trade. Christian Watson really made that trade look dumb. How about Eckler? How about Eckler who looks back, baby? How about we send Eckler to the moon? 
to the moon. Okay, yeah, and avoid. Smitty, you should do avoid him. That's the point of fantasy football. Buy low, sell high. Okay, pal? And, and I'd love to know what the vote is here. I'm going Hopkins. Um, never know Hopkins right now. Addison says, Travis, uh, we have to give... Um, let's see here. Take Hopkins. Hopkins. Uh, wow. Wow what, Blake? Um, I'm in a tight end throw. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. What the, I would say take Hopkins. I, I think the majority of people want Hopkins, but I, I can't. I haven't counted everything yet. D-Hop. It seems D-Hop. Seems like D-Hop. Uh, should I drop Love for Levi? For Levis? We call him Levi now. Um, I would take Levis at this moment in time. Why not? You, you got to go with the. You got to go with the player that's producing right now. And I think. Um, I think right now we have to not let go of Jordan Love in every situation, but in some we have to. And we have to move. We have to move forward. We can't just cling on to things. And Aaron Jones. I'm still interested in Aaron Jones, but his value went down a ton. So if you haven't acquired him yet, you got to make sure you acquire him very cheap now. Because he's a whole lot cheaper going forward. Um, okay, so we've got uh, this one right here. How feasible is something like Jay Dobbs to Minnesota? I is, are are you the one that asked that earlier uh, on the phone call, Logan? I, I, I don't know that Joshua Dobbs is being traded by the Arizona Cardinals. Like, why would they get rid of their backup? You know, would, would the guy that called in about it? I don't know if that was you. A guy called in and said, "Well, why wouldn't they? They got Kyler now." And I said to him, well, if you go to discount tire and fix your tire, do you just throw your spare tire out the window now that you fixed your tire? No. So I don't know that they're just necessarily going to trade Dobbs away. Is it possible? Sure. Uh, Dobbs could get moved, I, I guess, in the perfect situation. A couple quarterbacks come to mind, um, but I don't know. I'm not sure what Minnesota has very little time um, I'm sure they don't want to make a move before Kirk Cousins is, you know, gets his scans and everything tomorrow. And then they literally have like 24 more hours to get a trade done. The trade deadline is October 31st, Tuesday, Halloween. So hard, hard to know, but it's possible. But I, I don't think like Josh Dobbs, you know, he could help a little bit. I suppose it wouldn't be the end of the world. But I don't know that JJ's rushing back for Dobbs because if Dobbs doesn't win games, learning a new offense and I don't know that it's going to help you. Javante, top 20 running back. I think so, Mac. Also, our Dak Burrow to the moon. Dak, not to the moon, but I love what I saw, and I'm encouraged that Dak can be more consistent. But Burrow, absolutely to the moon. To the moon. But but Dak's not like a moon man or anything like that, bro. I mean, he's he's done this before. He's had huge games, and then he's disappointed again. But I do like what I'm seeing, and I like it more so for Lamb and all the offense to know that they're throwing the ball again. They're reverting back to the heavy pass. For the Vikings fan, Tannehill is on the table for a fourth. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No one wants Tannehill, but I appreciate your super chat and I appreciate you. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and uh You are offered sex. You are made offered sex. We're going to go ahead and decline that. Vikings should trade for Mac Jones think about it god I, I hate doing this to my boy trap travis please don't you are, you are offered sex 
you are made off of sex. Sorry, Travis. I had to do it. Uh, the Vikings declined your offer and appreciate your super chat. Thank you very much. Uh, this one from Steve. Steve, $10 hauler. My boy Steve coming in strong. Uh, Travis, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I have a problem. 10-man league. Um, okay, hold on. Let me put Elvis's super chat on the screen here, too. Let me get both of these on here and uh, pull it up. Aaron Jones will never be 100%, says Hammer. It's possible. It's possible. We'll have to see. Uh, Travis says you're wrong, Smitty. That's fine. I mean, Travis and I disagree on... We don't disagree on a lot, but we definitely disagree on Mac Jones. But that's okay, Travis. I mean... It's all it's all good, and I could I could be wrong on it. I just don't I don't think I am on this one. I think Mac Jones is not a great quarterback by any means, but if he moved to a different situation, he'd probably do better. You know, he'd probably be better than he is where he is. Sure. Um, I have a problem. Ten man league QB Stroud running backs Etienne Walker, Javante uh, Williams, Chase Sun God, Nico Lockett, Deontay uh, Deontay Johnson. Downs, tight ends, Kelsey, Kincaid. How should I rest of lineup look? Um, I mean, you need to trade one of your tight ends. You need to trade Kincaid or Kelsey. You need to trade Lockett. He had a good game. And you need to try to get yourself into a quarterback situation. You know, so you need to upgrade Stroud. That's the only thing you need to focus on. And your team's really good. Etienne and Walker are your starting running backs. Those are fantastic. Chase Sun God are fantastic. Nico, you got Kelsey, um, and you just need to upgrade that quarterback as fast as possible using that depth. And I think the extra tight end, I just don't know who you're going to get at this point other than like Mahomes. You got to try and get Mahomes using like a whole lot. You know, maybe you throw in one of the RBs as well. So if we go back to your team real quick, let me just pull your team right up. I'd say you, you know, you give up a Javante who's looking pretty good right now, and you give up a potential Lockett and. And Kincaid and quarterback. I, I don't know. I don't even know if that's enough. I don't think that's enough. But I would try my hardest to get into Mahomes. The problem is Hertz is not going to be a buy low anymore. Two is not a buy low. Burrow's not a buy low. This is probably a move that had to have been made before these quarterbacks bounce back. So going to be a tall order for you to get into a big name quarterback at this point. So other than that, the only what De- Denny, can you mute real quick? I don't know if you're eating a sandwich or what are you doing over there. Uh, mute, mute, real no, quick. I'm not making noise. Yeah, you are. Mute, real quick, Denny. Mute, please. Like really uh, mute, really mute, or I hang up. You're not listening. I hung up, Denny. You gotta listen, bro. You can't. If I say mute, don't just say no. I'm mute, Smitty, and then I hear you wrapping the sandwich. So call in and mute. Uh, Chase, Sun God, Nico, Lockett, uh, Kelsey, Kincaid. I don't know what what quarterbacks could Steve go after. Sun God, uh, and, and you're probably starting, I don't know who you're starting going forward at wide receiver. I think it probably could be Lockett if you don't trade him, but there's still some upside and downs. But you got to sell, you got to sell Kincaid or Kelsey. You could probably sell Kelsey to get the quarterback. It, you know, if you go get Mahomes using Kelsey, you go get a quarterback using Kelsey, that could be pretty damn good. Uh, uh, if you want to call back and mute, um, Denny, you can, uh, Theo, uh, Theo and Denny and everybody on the line, please mute yourself or I will disconnect the call. So please mute real quick, Theo and Denny, or I'll disconnect you. What should I do about JJ? I have traded him last week. 
Um, I traded him last week. I had Devontae Adams and Hunt for JJ and Devontae Smith. I also have Cup. What should I do about JJ? I traded him last week. Well, if you traded him last week, Elvis, you don't need to worry about it. If you're saying you traded for him last week, I don't know. You almost gotta you almost gotta ride it out or see what the offers are, are you know, see what the value is. The fair market value on JJ is gonna be very bleak. Very bleak for the next couple of days, I think. I don't know that there is an opportunity to sell him very easily. It'd have to be an injured player like HN, which I don't mind that. It'd have to be doubted players like Alave and something. You know, it'd have to be a doubted player like Cooper Cup, and then you maybe even have to give up a little bit more, but that might be your best way out of a JJ situation. I had Devontae Adams and Hunt for JJ is what you traded. I mean, you couldn't have seen it coming. For JJ and D Smith. I love D Smith. D Smith's popping off for you. So this trade's still gonna work out well for you. So oh you already have cup. Well you get you get my drift though, but the players to buy low HN, Bijan. Um there's still a lot of opportunity for other players that are freaking their owners out quite a bit. So I don't think it'll be that hard to make a trade. And then this this ten dollar hauler from Hoosiers. Hoosiers appreciate you dropping the ten dollar spot. Almost took your advice from last night. To wait for it, start Wilson Jr. over Hopkins. Nothing but love, brother, but had to call you out. Um, I appreciate you. And Hoosier, I already said there was a couple Hopkins questions that I got that I even took a lap on at the beginning of the show. That was probably one of the uh, one of the, the pieces of advice that I regretted giving last night. Because, I mean, no one saw Hopkins doing this, to be honest. Um, he was a tough call. Wilson had an opportunity to do well, but congratulations if you went Hopkins over Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, that was a fantastic move, so nice job. All right, we're going to go to Denny. Denny, you're live. What can I do for you, Denny? Denny, you're muted still. Hello, Denny. Denny. All right, Denny's not there. Uh, Theo, what can I do for you, Theo? Hey, um, okay. okay, go ahead. Let's go. Let's go to Denny. De- Denny, go ahead. Smitty, when I was a kid, my mother used to take me to Marshalls. It was a store down there, and she let me buy clothes because I was, you know, working. And you can either get a pair of Wranglers or a pair of Levi's, right? If you got a pair of Levi's, it would have the tag cut off, right? But this guy Levi, man, the tag's not cut off, man. <laughs> okay. I think Levi's died, man. The moon. You know what I mean? Like, I'm paying for these Levi's, and I like the tag. I, you, you know what I mean? It so, had that little squish. So, that, man, I like Levi's. So, Levi's. you're telling me, you're telling me that the tag here... Yeah. Levis. Levis to the moon. Levi. I, I, I think we should call him Levi, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, Levi to the moon. <laughs> Smitty, I love you, kid. All right. <laughs> Levi. All right, hang tight, Danny. Mute yourself for for a second, if you would. Uh, Theo, right, you're, you, Theo, you're live. Um, uh, yeah, what would you suggest to this pilot? Uh, I mean, Pollard is such a a good player to go trade for because people like you, 
yeah, people are like you are going to freak out. But if you own him, I don't know that I'm I don't know that I'm trying to trade him cuz I don't know that anybody's going to offer what he deserves to get back in return. I would if I was going to trade him, well, if I was going to trade him, I would trade him for two pieces. So, if we call those two pieces and it's going to be harder to trade for him now, but those two pieces would be Achan and a receiver that's doubted like um I, I don't know that you're gonna get like Alave, any you know, with this, but you could potentially try to get like an Alave. Pollard is still gonna hold a lot of value because he's an RB, and the person that has Achan doesn't have an RB right now, so they're they're petrified. You could also, if you wanted to, this is a little riskier, but you could go after, let's say, um, I still like JT a lot. I think you could get JT and a piece right here. Now, Ridley still may be available uh, at a pretty decent price tag. Like a JT Ridley for Paul Pollard is certainly um, doable, but it's also a little risky. So I don't know if like that's the best move of the of the bunch. But if we look at a player like uh, Bijan, Bijan, and maybe you're getting like uh, Waddles off the table now, Lambs off the table, Devonte Smith is off the table. Uh, Alave might be available. Ridley still might be there. You could get a Bijan and Ridley potentially if you wanted to to go that route. I think those are all kind of like crafty moves for Pollard. I don't know that there's a whole lot of other moves like that I can think of other than using Achan at the current moment. I mean, I sure I could come up with, with a dozen of them, but off the top of my head anyway. If I look at the buy low players for for this week eight that we just played out. Um, players that come to mind that didn't yet bounce back. Ridley's off the table now. Uh, I'm sorry, Garrett Wilson's off the table now. Garrett Wilson exploded. Garrett Wilson to the to the moon. To the he, moon. I mean, exploded to a degree, and I think he continues to. Um, other players might be, if we look at it here, Achan and Swift as an RB piece in the two in the two two players you're getting back. Um, Aaron Jones is still someone to consider, but his his cost went down lo- so much lower that he's almost like a throw in. And so you have to get a much bigger piece. So if you were to trade Pollard, you could even try for like Cooper Cup. You could probably, because the the running back market is so bleak, you could probably get Cup straight up if you wanted to get rid of Pollard. That would be a potential move, Cup for Pollard. Or, Paul, yeah, Cup right, for Pollard. And, um, is Kyler going to play next week or the week after, do you think? Uh, I, think he, I think he probably suits up the next game. Because it, it, the way they elevated him, he's off the injury report. I think Kyler is probably a go in the Cardinals' next contest. I just think it it felt like he was going to be be a start this week. So Kyler for sure, um, get it, get him uh, get him prepped and ready to go. He's a top six seven quarterback with upside for more moving forward. All right, Thank all right. Th- thanks, Theo. Appreciate you. Uh, let's give Denny 30 more seconds. Denny, I'm going to cycle you off because I, 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 that's the way that the 30-second phone call line works. So you got another 30, pal, because I want to give you more time. Denny. 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 He's not there. I don't know where Denny is. Seb- uh, uh, Sebastian from, from Cali, you've got 30. I managed to drop 
the and I, I just wanted to come in Thank you. Uh, D Smith absolutely dropped loads, bro. It was it was nice to see. It was especially nice to see him do it when AJ Brown also did it. You know, so usually we've seen when one goes nuts, the other doesn't do anything. So to have AJ Brown still blow up to make defenses literally, you know, plan for him in the coming weeks now. We know defenses are going to be thinking about A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. So the fact that we saw him do what he did, even with A.J. Brown popping off, says to me that this is just the beginning of his bounce back. I love him, and he's going to go to the moon. Seeing Waddle do good things was nice. I do kind of look to sell Waddle high if you can. Like, I don't sell him medium rare or anything like that. I'm talking about selling him high. I'm talking about getting a chan and something. I'm talking about getting, uh, you know, a a player that you truly believe in. You can somehow, some way, trade Waddle in a piece for Cooper Cup, like that kind of move, or a huge quarterback upgrade because somebody's got, you know, somebody's got Howell and they have Mahomes and they're like losing and they're like, I gotta get rid of Mahomes, I guess. And you can do some kind of crazy two for two trade. Past that, like Waddle's not a real sellable person, um, you know, or a guy I want to sell. But I definitely, definitely explore it because I think he's injury prone and he does have a hint of, uh, it just feels like he's going to be potentially up and down. You know, that's oh, the yeah, only thing. Sure. And I actually had a question about the quarterback real quick. I actually was lucky enough to start Howell this week. That nice. was, that's why I was able to drop 170. Nice. I also have Kyler coming back and I have Christian Watson on my bench. So, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. It definitely is smart to move Waddle. But how would I approach the quarterback situation given... I have Watson, and I would be fine starting Watson with his uh, volatility. Deshaun, you, you want to start Deshaun? You want to start Deshaun Watson? No, no, Christian Watson is oh, my oh. bench receiver. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm okay with that too. I know a lot of people hate him right now. They hate his guts, just like everybody hated uh, hated Ridley. I hate Watson. Yeah, Watson literally had like three touchdown opportunities in today or last night. Damn. Yesterday. The film says it. Yeah, it, the, the throws just aren't there. It just, yeah, and you could say that the throws won't be there. They'll continue to be off, but they were contested. You know, they were very contested catches. They were they were not horrible, horribly thrown balls. At least two of them weren't. They were just contested. They were tough catches. There were shots in the dark uh, that were that were in some cases you could say pretty pretty close to being pulled in and being a, a remarkable play, and and it didn't get converted. And that's pro- the problem with Green Bay. They're not converting things. And I don't know. I don't know if it's going to change, but I think if anybody's just looking at the stat line and they say Watson's garbage, Watson's trash, do I drop Watson? They yeah. didn't watch the game. They didn't watch the game. You can't say Watson was bad or he's a garbage player unless you didn't watch the game because he was heavily targeted. He was too. He could have had over 150 and two touchdowns. It, it's just he it, got it, overthrown on a post and underthrown it, on the street. And that might continue. That's the negative. I get it. But but people should say that. If you're going to say, hey, I, I'm sorry, Watson, I just can't trust love, and that's the only reason. I, that at least makes sense. But I still believe that Watson will get on his horse eventually. And the same thing we saw with Ridley, the same thing we saw with Devontae Smith, it's just taking a lot longer with Watson because not only is Watson in a slump, but he was also starting off injured. So it's like it's taking him a lot longer. But last thing, I got to roll, bro. I'd say that in your case, I'm getting rid of one of your quarterbacks and I'm starting I'm starting Kyler. I think you, you trade away, you start Kyler, and you trade away uh, Howell 
in something to a QB needy team. But I, I got to run. Appreciate you. Uh, this is uh, Sebastian, right? Yeah, Sebastian, call, call back in if you have yeah. another question. All right, Elvis, you got 30. Okay. Actually, d- let me go to Denny. Denny, you got 30. I got to put everybody through the 30, Denny. I'm sorry. Smitty? Yeah. Did you, did, did you happen to did, did you watch that? Did you watch that past game, Denny? I, I did. I, I watch every game, Denny. That's my job. I know you do. I know you do. But. Denny, Denny, your job, like just like your job, did you go to the slot machine today? No, 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 no. I mean, that's how that's how disrespectful no. that. Qu- okay, go ahead. I I did watch. Tell me. T- t- no, no, don't worry about it, Denny. Denny, go ahead. W- what about the Pats game? I I think that coach for uh, Miami. Coach Bill. Oh man, I think he, I think he. Oh Miami. Yeah, yeah. Wait, my, who Miami are you talking coach. about? No, Miami coach. Okay, talking about one guy Patrick. zipping it out right and. He's open in the field, Tyree, and then you got this lefty quarterback, right? And then you got uh, Waddle. Dude, uh, keep me up. You know what? I think that kid, the coach from Miami, is smarter than Belichick. I'm going to say that, dude. I'm going to say fantastic job on that guy's part. I watched it. He owns Belichick, and I'm so sick of his press conferences. I'm sick of it. You know know what's going to be amazing? Once A-Chan's back. Once A-Chan's back, this guy is going to have three TDs a game to a tag of Iloa. And that's what made him such an amazing buy low walking into week eight. I screamed it from the rooftop for a week straight, Uh for seven straight days. I said, go buy Tua Tagovailoa. He's the cheapest top five quarterback that you could find in fantasy right now. Even with the concussion risk that he'll always have, they've been protecting him very well, taking very little sacks. Tua has been on the buy list all week long, and unfortunately, the opportunity to buy Tua low is gone. And so anybody that needs a quarterback right now, there's not much left for you. Kyler is one option because most people, and I forget who it was that said he needed a quarterback. I think we're looking at his team and he needed a quarterback. I forget who it was. But Kyler, we we didn't say Kyler. Kyler is like really the cheapest top six, seven quarterback you might be able to go get in fantasy right now. All right, Denny. Anything else, Denny? He can zip it. No, no, dude. Chua. And just the, the play calls, oh, man, it, 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 it's he, he really did up, Coach. That, uh, was that, McDaniels? That kid, I'll coach Belichick. No, hands down. Hands down. And Mac, I, oh, you cut me off? Wait. No, we're waiting for you, Denny. Oh. Oh. Uh, yep. He ain't that smart anymore, man. Belichick ain't that smart anymore. And Mac, man, so we're getting in there. He throws a pick six in the end zone. Oh, man. Pats ain't looking too good anymore, my friend. And I'm sad about that, but yeah, I love this. All right, Denny. I just want to say that any Pats fans out there, man, we're screwed. And, uh, God, what, what, the trade deadline. Oh my! Tuesday, God. Halloween. We are- Halloween. Dress up, uh, dress up like Bill Belichick for Halloween. All right, Denny. <laughs> all right, all right. 
right. I'll put them down. I want I want you to send us a photo on Tuesday during the 8 p.m. show. Send me a, a photo of you as Bill Belichick. All right, Denny, I got to get to their callers. I pre- appreciate you later. All right, All right. El- Elvis, you got 30. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Denny. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Hit me with your hit me with your question. My question is, what should I should I just stay hold because I've got a good team? All right, give me your give me your team. Read read off your team: A. Chan, J. J. Devontae Smith, Hertz, Paul, Pacheco, Hawk, Kincaid, Swift. Um, Kirk Cousins is out, so that sucks. Spears. Um, and uh, I think that uh, in Collins. Okay, so you got Nico, uh, you got Swift, Kincaid, Pacheco, Hall, Hertz, HN, JJ, Devonta Smith. I, I mean, it's a really good team. You're seven to one. You could coast, and I think that you're probably better off holding JJ and getting him closer to a week of return. That way, you can get more value. Because okay. if you tried to trade him off of today's news, that's like trying to. I don't know. That's like trying to. Sell a uh, sell sell something like a uh, you know model one when the model two comes out today. Like no one's gonna want the model right. one. like that. You can't you can't do that right now. You have you have you have a devastating piece of news that's gonna kick the the JJ value right in the nuts. And so if you wait a week right. and let the the news subside, you're gonna let people think and talk and hear about how maybe JJ will still survive. JJ will be closer to coming back. You certainly don't have to force anything now. You tried to tra- if you try to trade him now, you won't get what you're deserving of. And at least if you wait, you might get him. I don't want to trade him. Okay, well, the, like, the, then you don't, don't need to, trade him. you don't need to trade him. And maybe the Vikings do trade for a, a a Dobbs or somebody like that to come in and, and pass. Or maybe maybe this uh, this you know this backup ain't ain't half bad. But we'll see. I think it's a tall order. Um. 
I, I guess I just explore trades next week. I let it ride for a week. This team's very good. Would okay. I try and potentially move somebody like Swift and Nico for one slightly better player? Maybe. I don't know if you can do that. Swift had a decent game. Nico didn't. Pacheco didn't have a good game. Hall and Hurts and, and A-Chan and Devonta Smith. And if he returns, JJ will be absolutely um, fire. So you're 7-1 and one for a reason, bro. Just hang tight and then come back for a trade maybe next week on JJ. And then if it's- real, real, real quick, uh, real, real quick, uh, what, what's your thoughts on Cup? Because that's a that's kind of a brewing problem. Oh, do you have Cup? Yeah, I do have Cup. Oh, <laughs> well, then you're fine, bro. I mean, brewing brewing problem. Yeah, there's concern, but like, I mean, this team's fire, bro. Like between JJ and Cup, one of them is probably going to work out. Would I shop Cup for, you know, maybe uh, some sort of I don't know. Um, cup and I don't know. I, I think I just keep your team. You're seven and one. This is a good team. It's good to everybody in the chat saying cry for him. He's like your team's so good. People are like, what are we doing here? Like that's how good your team looks to everybody. Fair so, enough. so I, Elvis, don't no, don't take no. that the wrong way, Elvis. I'm just merely trying to tell you that the chat loves your team enough that they think you don't really need to do anything. They're call they're calling it first world first that. world problems. <laughs> like you have a good team. <laughs> it, take that in as a compliment. Don't take it as a negative. Your team's good. The, the, S- the only li- sit on it. Before I before I get off the phone, I just wanted to share that you know somebody that knows football really well. You're a hundred percent right about Shanahan. Yeah, he damn. is an absolute monster with his players, and uh, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Hey, Elvis in the building. Elvis now out of the building. Appreciate Elvis. And uh, we'll see you later, pal. Appreciate it. All right, uh, let's go to. We're gonna go, guys. I gotta keep it strict. Fit thirty seconds. Don't, you can't give me your whole lineup, unfortunately. If you do, you're out of time, and I can't even hear your question. You have thirty seconds to present your case. If I go over with my answer, that's fine. But you have thirty seconds, and now we're going to the Redwood. Go. Six points, Gibbs. You're up six, and you have Gibbs, and he has Myers. I like your odds, bro. I'd rather be you. I thought you were gonna list your whole team off. Um, yeah. Campbell, man, like I feel like it's in his hands. Like if he decides to to let him loose, then I think I'll be all right. But all right, Redwood, out. you're out. You're out of time, pal. Call again. Call and get back in line if you want to ask another question. Appreciate you, Redwood to the moon. Cali Loco, you got thirty and thirty alone. I'm hanging up. I just hung up on the on, on the Redwood. I felt bad about it, but I did it. I know. Well, you're what you you got fourteen. You got fourteen seconds now. Talking about him. Immediately, yeah. I'm, hurry up, offense without Bijan in. I'm gonna create a, a, P, a PSA video where I'm talking to the camera and I'm talking to Arthur Smith, and I'm gonna probably release it tomorrow or Tuesday. And I'm gonna go in rant mode. Talk to the. I need you to talk to the owner. I, oh, I will. Oh, I will. I will. This that's, that's video. This, this video is directed. This video is gonna be directed at the Falcons, 
It's going to be directed at Arthur Smith. It's going to be directed at the GM. And I need everybody to share it and put it in front of the Falcons. Not that we're going to necessarily do anything. I'm not an idiot. But I want to do as much as we can. I want to put some spotlight on this. That the fan base, the fan, you know, doesn't have to be fantasy football necessarily because we hope the fan base catches on to it too. But let's, I'm going to create a video tomorrow and I want everybody and their mother to post it all over Twitter, share the hell out of it, and let's get everybody and their mother watching this thing and spreading it and sharing it because I'm going to, I'm going to lambaste Arthur Smith. I'm going to lambaste the, the Falcons organization for allowing this man to buy a Ferrari. And literally not use it. He literally is buying a Ferrari, entering a race that is the high stakes race. It's not practice. It's not a bunch of, it's you buy a Ferrari for a race. Then you go to the race that the owner is trusting you to win. And you're putting the Ferrari on the side and you're trying to race a bicycle against a bunch of race cars. And it's ridiculous. And the fact that no one has stepped in, decision makers up above, and told that clown, Arthur Smith, you're going to run Bijan. And you're going to do it now. This whole stupid mustache that you have, you look like a fool. And you act like a fool. And you, you make decisions like a fool. It looks like a total putz. And he's out there making putz moves. And I can't stand Arthur Smith. He's the worst He's the worst decision maker aside from... He's probably worse than Shanahan. I, I don't know if he came from the Shanahan tree. And Shanahan does have a good tree, coaching tree. Uh, the only solace I have is that they lost this week. That's all I can say. The owner, he's an hopefully idiot. he's watching. Somebody, like, give me a, revoke his Bijan card right now. He does not deserve Bijan. Uh, I hope they fire him on the spot. They should have fired him last week on the spot. The guy doesn't get one carry. And, like, the best thing for the Atlanta Falcons is they got to end, end this horrible, horrible coaching. It's the worst in the NFL. I'd rather have anyone. I'd rather have the Raiders coach. And I'm a Raiders fan. And he's ridiculous. At least they play the guy. They're, 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 at least he's feeding like uh, his players. I'm upset, Smitty. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Later, Kelly. Thank you. All right. I let him go a little longer because I agree with it. But let's go to Arthur from Texas. Arthur, you got 30 seconds and 30 seconds alone, no matter what topic you're ha- you have. Go. No, I don't think he does it. No, I don't think he does that. Anybody in the chat trade CMC for, and I like Tua. I'm sure he needs a quarterback. Who's his quarterback? Stroud. Um, Would anybody in the chat trade CMC away for Tua, Waddle, Higgins, and Kincaid? I mean, it's it's not a horrible offer, but I just don't I don't see anybody sending CMC away without getting a top shelf. And you could call Tua top shelf quarterback value, but he's kind of like to a lot of people uh, on the verge of that. And so Waddle's not top shelf, although he played really well this week. Higgins is not top shelf. Kincaid, you know, we love him. I think we love him more than most people, but he's like five, six, seven overall to a lot of people. But is anybody trading CMC for this lot of players? I don't think anybody would. Uh, let's see here. Did I switch out Tua and Kincaid for Josh Allen and Mark Andrews or just one or two of those? What is it? 
Should I switch out Tua for Josh Allen or Kincaid for Mark Andrews? That's who else I have at those other positions. I, I mean, if you gave up. if you gave him Andrews, I think it's it's doable if he's not winning with CMC. If he's like five wins or more, he doesn't care about this deal. You know, you, this is not a conversation he even wants to have with you. How many wins does he have? Uh, he, he he's got two. If he's got two, he might have this conversation. And this is more doable. This is a this is a little bit more of a package that I think is doable. So I would send this. I would send this. All right, bro. All right. Call call back and let us know if you get it done. That's a pretty that's a pretty solid offer too. And you're giving up a lot. So, in that move, that that feels like it's a lot. Uh, Kai, you got thirty. Well, these guys dropped nothing. All three of them dropped. Well, Bijan had a decent day. Not great. He had a decent day. But these guys dropped nothing burgers. So I bet you were kicked in the nuts today. Um, oh, and, like, I don't know what to do with Lave. Do do I, like, hold? You kind of have know. to. Who's going to get in car and not a match made in heaven exactly? Yeah, but you kind of have to. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get, unless you do some sort of package deal, like, could you trade Bijan and Alave for, like, Eckler, who I don't know that is attainable anymore, and get, you know, like what we got in the throne draft, uh, C. Watson, who everyone's ready to just give away. Like, can you do something like this, you know, and, and get a combo like that? Uh, can you trade for an injured A-chan using Alave? Yeah, um, I already, I have A-chan. I'm waiting on A-chan, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I was just four and two, and now I'm four and four, and it's just like I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing the right things or we'll, not. We'll have to hit it on another show because I don't have time with the thirty seconds to help you much further than that. But I'd say you know keep keep the faith enough to not get rid of them for cheap, but but get ready for the buy low list and then call back during that show to to kind of talk through a couple offers. But the buy low list should be here tomorrow or the next day. All right. All right. Good. Later. All right, Anthony, you got twenty because uh, he took ten of yours. No, I'm just kidding. You got thirty. You know what sucks is the moment you bench him, that'll be the game he looks 100%. But yeah, for for now, it depends on what you got. Who are your options? Well, then you got to start you, you got to start him next week to this week. And right now, I'm down 18. I have Gibbs and Goff to play. He has Devontae Adams. I mean, you you got you got to at this moment in time, you gotta you gotta start him, and and I think the 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 bye week for for uh, who's it? Who'd you say you have a buy on a buy? Gibbs will be on a buy. Yeah, so the bye week's gonna force you to to maybe make this move to maybe make this start one more week. So you, you'll have more you'll have more of a, a more of a ability to make this call. Um, you know, the next week you'll ha- you just have to play him. I mean, it sounds like that's your second running back, so there's just no dilemma. You can't trade him. Uh, and then, what are you uh, gonna trade him for? And then, do you do any like betting props by chance? We we do we do the higher lows every single. We only do his underdog here. We do the higher lows uh, every week. So uh, throughout the different shows, so we, we did a bunch of them the other night. We'll do, we'll do them probably like Friday and Saturday night, and then probably right before the Thursday night game, I give a higher low on underdog that I like 
but we stick on Underdog. This is the Underdog channel. Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. They'll double your first deposit up to $500. So get on over to Underdog, pal. Use code SMITTY. Do it live. All right. All right, later, Sounds pal. good. Thank you. All right, that was, is this Blake or is this Anthony? That was Anthony. Okay. Uh, Blake from Jersey. You got 30. You have, you, you have um, Amari Cooper, Pickens, and Madison. And I don't know what the value of JJ or Cup is anymore. Yeah, I mean, I. Do I, do I even do like a one for one? No, you're not going to. I mean, or? you could try and see if the JJ owner is freaking out, but there's no. There, I think you could add all three of these together and you won't get either one of these. Serious? Yeah. Even but, after all this news? But, I mean, you, we got to let the dust settle, too. We don't fully know. Like, let's let's go through. If the chat could vote, would the chat rather have Amari Cooper, Pickens, and Madison or JJ? And would the chat rather have Amari Cooper, Pickens, Madison or Cooper Cup? Um, so if you guys could vote on both of those. And let's see let's see what the temperature is. I could be wrong. I, I'm telling you right now, I don't fully know what the what the the market's going to be because we're going to see everybody freak out. I think, but I don't know that we're going to see everybody. Yeah, guy, f- yeah, he's he's panicking. He's three and five right now. Well, then that that's right different too. I can't predict what I can't predict what this specific guy is going to do. So why don't you try going yeah. for JJ and Cup individually for this package? But you certainly have to give up the entire thing. There, there's yeah. I don't think there's a way you could send Pickens and Madison. What's Madison? Who's Madison? Who's Madison? Is he even playing anymore? <laughs> Who the hell's Madison? So, you know, it, it, yeah, there's I'm no way you're... Yeah, Amari Cooper? What did Amari Cooper do this week? What was his line? Well, he did 15 on full PPR. Okay. I mean, I think he's... That's not, that's not bad. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know what he finished with. I was, I was watching his stat line closely, and then I yeah, didn't he, see it at the him end. And, him and Njoku both did well. So, that, that's a good like selling... That's a good selling. Oh, hey, I have Najoku. I have Najoku as well. And because you told me to hold Kincaid, I have him. Well, throw him in. <laughs> Which one? Kincaid or Najoku? Uh, Njoku. I, I like Kincaid. Okay. Man. All right. Can you uh, log me as Balake from now on? Can I what? <laughs> Balake? Sure. Yeah, Balake. when you answer. Balake? Yeah, sure. Cool. Balake. 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 All right. right on. <laughs> Later. Uh, Block. Oh yeah, it's from it's from uh, yeah, Missouri, I know. by the way. Yeah, no, I, I, think I, know, you, I, know. I think you had me from Jersey. A A Ron, which I could I could throw, I could throw out the Jersey. Actually. We got right, bye. we got A A Ron and Balake. All right, later Balake. Appreciate per, you. Per, perfect. Bye. All right. Um, that's AKA Blake. If anybody's never seen that skit, uh, Andres, you've got thirty, and then I got to get to the super chats. I got eight of them sitting there. Andres, you got thirty. Make it quick, bro. I'm being I'm being tough this time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It goes right with the right with that timer for some reason. 
I, I, I hear you. Okay, hold on. Let me fix that. I got. It. I think I got it fixed. Uh, talk right now, Travis. What's talk, that? Talk right oh, now. Yeah. Okay. Talk yeah. right. Yeah. Talk, talk right, right now, now. And, and then talk yep. right. Talk right now. Yeah. Okay. Good. We're fi we fixed talking. it. Good. Good. Good fix. All right. Thank you, you for it? thank you for letting me know on that. Okay, Andres, you got thirty seconds. Go. All right. Yeah. Yes, sir. All Later. I wanted to see right. was Zay Flowers and Addison could probably give me any trade. I, I mean, I don't know. What? 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 I said I wanted to see what I could possibly buy with Addison and Zay Flowers in the trade. What I can get for those two. Well, Flowers didn't have the, the game we thought he could have, unfortunately. So I don't think anyone's really buying him um, aggressively. And Addison just lost a ton of value. And like I told the, the, the guy about JJ's a minute ago... We gotta let the dust settle, but if I had to guess, I would say, um, what was the what was the trade earlier we had? <sighs> thank thank you, uh, Travis. That definitely fixed it. I, I'm almost positive it fixed it. Uh, what, what was the other What was the other trade? What was the trade earlier? Does anybody remember what the Addison owner? I was telling him we'd rather have Hopkins. So that that was one move. But the problem is Hopkins exploded. I think that this is a pipe dream offer. I think off of this big game, who's going to trade Hopkins for a guy in Addison who's a rookie who just lost his quarterback? So, like, would I try it? Sure. Yeah. Would I try for HN? Sure. Would I try for um, Ridley? Honestly, I would. I, I honestly like Ridley more than I like Addison in Addison's current situation. Would I rather have Alave? Absolutely. Alave's very disappointing right now. Would I rather have JT? Absolutely. Would I give both these guys up for JT? 100%. Would I give both these guys up for De uh, DeAndre Swift, who's a little bit scary to his owners? And I feel like people think that his touchdown was maybe like sal the salvage this day. I think that's a decent potential move. Um, past that, I don't really know what Addison's value is going to be. It's, it's probably not going to be high enough to get you, you know, any sort of solid running back maybe even Swift straight up. I don't think maybe both these guys could. I don't think you can get anything higher than Alave or, you know, maybe a Debo who's injured. Like, that's what you're talking about right now for the value. Addison's an enigma yeah. right now until we know what his quarterback situation looks like and the dust settles. So not to not to list off my team, right, but I, I have Brees Hall, I have Gibbs, and I have Pacheco, and I have HN on IR. Do you think I move HN with the possible Flowers or Addison? For what? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's, I I don't like moving in. I've been waiting on them, but I I you know with the injury to Kirk Cousins and uh, I'm willing to give up Addison. I'm willing to give up Flowers, even Ayuk, if I have to. I, I so just I, maybe I can maybe I can catch up with the body low video. Um, so yeah, hit me up after time. that. Hit me up after that, and we'll do phone calls with it or something. Okay, thank you. Like, yeah, it's a little hard on the thirty I'll seconds to come up with something, but I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't trade H N. I think I think H N is a key to potentially winning a league. So thank you. All right, later, I'll bro. Be nice, man. All right, uh, and the last caller, uh, Ethan, the negative. You are the final caller of the night. Smitty, in my two QB league, uh, I had a deal. Uh, I was going to take advantage of the Purdy owner with the Darnold Joe Montana Montana trade. But the NFL is so stupid with this concussion stuff. I mean, you see guys like Fields. I have Fields. He should have came out that one game. He shouldn't have been playing the next week. He did. Uh, he did. They I mean, tested he, him. He's fine. It's like, 
But it's like Tyson Fury, though. I mean, you wouldn't have him sparring full go the next week. He just got knocked down. I mean, why is the NFL so far behind and stupid, you know? Well, they're inconsistent with it. But but Fields didn't have a concussion. They thought he might have had one. They pulled him off and they tested him and he didn't have it. But Purdy shouldn't have been. That's Jim McMahon stuff. Like, uh, his concussion subsided. He's good. I don't think you so. Know, like, I don't think so. I think I think Fields didn't get concussed. I mean, if you wobble after getting hit, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That's that's brain damage. Well, ma- ma- you know, ma- maybe. I mean, they they tested him, but I can't I can't know for certain. All I can know is when someone's concussed, then we know that they probably should get some time off. And of course, Shanahan doesn't pro- do that. They probably asked him what year it was or something. They probably said, yeah. "How many? How how many wins do we have?" Yeah. <laughs> he just feels is just guessing. <laughs> how how many wins did they have Rocket at that point? In week one, there's so many guys they've done it with. They did it with Tua. They're like, "Oh no, he, but, he had a hurt back." <laughs> bl- blink, blink oh, if man. we're blink if we're losing. <laughs> Who's the president? Obama. Close enough. Stay stay quiet if you th- if we're losing. All right, Ethan, appreciate you. We'll see you later. That's the concussion protocol test. I should make a little spoof video off that. (laughs) All right, follow the pen. Okay, I want you to blink if you've you've thrown an interception. (laughs) Uh, Draven, let's let Draven call in one time. Draven, you got 30 seconds if you dial into the show, bro. And then that's, that's the last caller of the night. Draven... Uh, can dial in if he wants. Let me throw these super chats on screen. Asan, appreciate you. We got ten of them sitting here, uh, only answering Draven's call. I'm not answering anybody else's call. Only Draven. That's it. Draven gets special treatment, but he only gets thirty seconds of it. That's it. This this screen is out of control here. I'm trying to minimize this. There we go. Asan, appreciate your super chat. Uh, Ricky, with your super chat, appreciate you. Um. Garrett, appreciate your $2 hauler. Garrett to the moon. We've got another one from, from Megas. Appreciate you with your $10 hauler right there, my broski. We got JFam coming in strong. We got Draven with a super chat. JFam with a super chat. Dra- Draven's calling in right now. Dra- Dra- we just made Draven's day. Draven, you've got 30 seconds, pal. What- can I, Smitty, can I get a minute, please? Can you I can get ha- one, a minute? You can have a minute. We're going to have a minute. We'll give you two 30 okay. seconds. Go. Okay, I need help, man. Like, I'm about to be two and six, and I feel like my team is a god squad, okay? I need you to tell me what to do, bro. I, I'm lo- Can I give you my team? You got 17 seconds on your first 30. Go. Okay, okay, okay. Goff. Jared Goff. Kamara. Kenneth Walker. Cooper Cup. DJ Moore. Laporta. JT. Josh Downs. Higgins, Pickens, Waddle, Kincaid, help me win. Waddle, Kincaid, uh, how many how many uh, people are in this league? Ten. Okay, so you've got quarterback is look. I was telling you for weeks to get upgraded quarterback. It's too late now. No one's give. Everybody's popped off. The buy lows. We're sitting there hum- humming all season long. 
Mahomes is the only one that might be attainable because he's had a couple bad games and his owners are probably frustrated. So you could try for Mahomes. Past that, I don't know what the hell you're going to do. But I will say in a 10-man league, first of all, your team's really good aside from that, though. But I would say, you know, I, I would try my best to get Kyler. I would try my best to get Mahomes. And then, you know, you could look at any teams that might have two quarterbacks because it is a 10-man league. Someone that has Josh Allen might have Kyler. Someone that has Josh Allen might have Tua. It's a 10-man league. It's probably pretty weird. So do you have any insight on that that you could share with me real quick? Well, I do. I have Kyler Murray on IR. Okay. I had Anthony Richardson, and I okay. well, he, he, didn't, he went down. He didn't tell me that. So, so now, now we and then nobody wants to trade those. Now we got well. Now we got more but information. Now we got more information. So you're going to be fine. I don't think you even need to make a trade. You got a top five running back here. You got a top five running back here. You got a top five wide receiver here. Of course, I'm a little worried about Cooper Cup. DJ Moore is expendable at the right price. JT's coming around, but. JT and DJ Moore together for an Eckler would have been an amazing trade that you probably could have got done before kickoff. Still try, but it's probably out the window now. Uh, Higgins in a trade. Uh, Pickens, this is Pickens. Uh, Pickens, uh, let's see. Higgins and Moore. Higgins and JT. Moore and JT. Uh, I'm trying to get a player. I'd try and maybe trade Higgins. And DJ Moore for like a Bijan, if you get feeling crafty, if you're feeling a little frisky, I'd I'd definitely be tempted to go get, let's say, um, who could he get low? There's so many of the buy lows are going to be off the table now. It's like buy lows are going to be a lot harder to come by this week. People popped off. This is a very good week. No buy weeks, so everybody had a chance to pop off. Very few teams did poorly. And so you really don't have an opportunity to get some of these guys anymore. Um, but do you think Bijan is better than Camaro? I only get start three running backs: Camaro, Walker, and JT. I feel like that's like the top of the league. Yeah, that, that is pretty good. I don't think you need to get. I, I'd rather have a chan if I could get rid of like DJ Moore and Higgins for a chan. I'd do that. Okay. And then you can put Waddle into your lineup. I'd do that. Go, go after. Do you think if I just like? get a chan or like try to oh it could if nobody wants to trade me can i just hold and my team yes. come around like it is know. you're gonna have a quarterback in there in kyler that will score kincaid just got on his horse buddy boy let him do his thing uh jt hasn't quite broken out yet cup is volatile right now i mean honestly until we know what's going on with stafford walker is gonna have some of those games but Brees hall would be an upgrade if you could get rid of jt and dj Moore for Brees hall that might be an upgrade um, Higgins and JT for, for Brees Hall, uh, Waddle and JT for Brees Hall. Maybe, I mean, if you had to overpay a little bit, 10 man league with your depth, I don't mind overpaying a little bit to get the player I want, or you write it out with JT. If you believe in JT, he did have 95 yards, felt like he was on the verge of just, you're scratching the surface. He's about ready to take off, uh, potentially. Um, or you say, give me Brees Hall. I'll give you Higgins. Give me Brees Hall. I'll give you DJ Moore. All right. Got to go Draven. Your team's really good. I appreciate you. Don't, Thank you. Don't stress. Okay, uh, let me hit hit these uh, supers here. We've got this one right here from from uh, pro, uh, I don't know how to say this name. We'll call it. We'll call you Big P. Big P. Appreciate you, Saul, coming in with a super. Uh, Gerardo with a, a one dollar holler followed up by a five dollar holler with the actual question. Appreciate both your super chats. 
and i think that is all the super chats as of this moment on screen and let me let me hit him real quick asan with a ten dollar hauler asan to the appreciate your ten dollar wad broski 10 team non-ppr stroud kyler k9 aaron jones gibbs spears henderson jj amon Ra, alave nice team trade jj for pacheco and gabe davis and ford uh no not enough pacheco pacheco had a big game i think we'd be onto something but still not enough but given that pacheco didn't even have a good game i don't think gabe davis has that kind of value in my mind so i'm gonna say you wait until um and the rest of this question is wait until the next couple days definitely wait for the next couple days wait for the buy low video too but i'm not trading jj for that you know unless i'm getting like an a-chan or you know like especially if i get like a ridley and an a-chan for jj i think someone's still gonna pay the price for jj um but you kind of gotta wait to sell JJ, I think you got to let the dust settle. His value will bounce back a little bit. This is like when when a stock bad news comes out of the stock and it plummets, and then it kind of rebounds the next couple of days. Six and two from Ricky. PPR got Bijan and JJ. Also got Chase, Algier, Rice, and gave up Swift, DK Spears, and Watson. So got Chase, Algier, Rice, gave up Swift, DK Spears. I I like that. I like that. Chase is a baller, bro. Your team looks good. Chase, Amon, Ra, Kelsey, Achan, Hurts, JT, Bijan, Hall. Love it. I'm holding this team stand down. Alert. Stand. You, you got you got the right players in 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 order there. It, things are going to come around for that team. I think you just need Bijan to explode. Five dollar holler, Rodriguez, um, Smitty. Do you approve of this trade? I let go of DJ Moore and Sutton and got Hollywood Brown and T Higgins. Yeah, I, I, I approve that. I don't think you smashed him. I mean, either one of you could win that trade, to be honest, but I don't mind it at all. It's not a bad trade. 4-4, four four, 12-man league, PPR, Hertz, K1, Kyler Murray, Saquon, Eckler, Kyron, Madison, Adams, Devonta Smith, Higgins, Deontay, Christian Watson, Andrews, any moves or stay and wait for playoff push. 4-4, four and four, um, Saquon is somebody I'm tempted to toy, you know, toy around with trading. Uh, a la getting that HN type player with the wide receiver or, you know, like a Ridley, somebody is totally doubted, but HN could be better than Saquon once he's back. So I'm tempted to get a little more in, in weights for him to come back. But this is a very good team. And for the most part, you know, Adams, I'd, I'd flirt with the idea of maybe getting into a, a different player. But really right now, the buy lows are going to be tough. We'll, we'll head into the buy low video and kind of cook up something specific for this type of situation. So make sure you, you call back and and swing back into the, or call or super chat or swing back into to that live stream or the the stream right after it and we'll try and cook up something here for for your four and 14 but right now i'd say for the most part stand down and try and shop kyler to the qb needy team you could shop hertz but i think your team's good enough that you don't need to trade hertz shop kyler and if you have to wait a week shop kyler after that week but kyler might be your way out denny you got 30 seconds because i gotta go through all these super chats go who's denny no this is hunter my name is Hunter. Uh-huh. Hi, hi. Hi, Hunter. I have, like, Matt Jones and, um, like, Daniel Jones in the same league. And I don't even know what to do. I'm trying to trade. And I, I, I just can't get, uh, you know, anyone for that. I'm thinking about, like, just getting out of it, you know. All right, good question, Hunt, uh, Denny. I mean, AKA Hunter. Hunter, uh, Hunter. Hunter, good question. We'll see. Anything else? Final seconds, Hunter. Hunter. <laughs> I love you, Smitty. 
All right, later, Denny. Appreciate you. Okay, got to move on, Denny. I appreciate you very much. Okay, here we go. Uh, next question is from uh, from Saul. Scored 205 this week. CD, AJB, and Burrow to the moon. <laughs> oh. To the moon. Oh, Saul, my guy, dropping wads on the screen. Uh, wow, bro. Um, Mega's $10 hauler. $10 haulers get a moonshot. My boy, moon. Mega's coming through tonight. Smitty, I'm averaging 130, but dropped to 4-4 four and four and need reassurance. Again, 130 and lost by 2, and the guy that has Adams. Team is Tua, Breeze, JT, Pierce, Herbert, Cup, Ridley, JJ, Ayuk, Addison, Andrews. What the hell? That's a tough. That's that's tough, bro. It's a really good team. The Addison kick to the nuts and the JJ kick to the nuts kind of hurts, but this team is going to come around. Brees Hall's bye week free. JT's coming around. Um, I, I would be tempted to trade, you know, I'd be tempted to try and trade JJ. I'd, write, I'd like to get A-Chan if I'm you. And we'll kind of kick some other ideas around, but JJ is is somebody you just can't trade him today. We gotta we gotta wait and see. I hold and stand down. That team's very good. Four and four is not the end of the world. You're easily in the last you know couple playoff spots. There's no way you're knocked out of the playoffs, right? So uh, Mike Thomas over Alave again this week. Sheesh says Garrett. Uh, we'll see how this ends up, Garrett. I, I don't think Mike Thomas is doing anything remotely amazing. So. Kind of, kind of, uh, kind of not sure that you can come in swinging, you know, a, a flag around a victory uh, flag, like you finished already in first. Like my, my, Mike Thomas, what is what did Mike Thomas even do? He had like it was it was an okay day. It was an okay day. It was something along the lines of uh, let's see, Michael Thomas, um, who who he's gonna get hurt eventually, bro. And then you're gonna come in here and say if he didn't get hurt, he didn't get hurt. He had ten points, bro. He had 10 points. Wow, Garrett. Wow. Garrett Garrett is the highest super chatter of the year, so he does deserve our respect. But come on, Garrett. Got to come in with a 10-pointer. Uh, Watson for Debo straight up. I'd take Debo and wait on him. I would. I think that's a good move. I still like Watson, but that's a good move. This is Big Dog Draven. Can I get longer than 30 seconds? He did get it. Thank you for dropping that super chat, Draven. You are the man, the myth, the legend, Draven, the master. Uh, Parker, thank you for your $5 hauler. T-Law, Stroud, Camara, Swift, Gibbs, Charbonnet, Tyreek, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Devontae Smith, Ridley, Dotson, Njoku, um, Fire Moose. Who's, is that Fire Moose? What are we talking, who's Fire Moose? I'm 7-1 and one after this week. Any moves for a playoff run? <sighs> Kyler. I don't, you know, I, I try and get Mahomes in some big deal, but it's probably going to cost you an arm and a leg. So it's like Kyler, um, Stroud's okay. I don't hate Stroud, but but I do like the idea of Kyler. Kamara Swift's pretty good. Um, I think that's that's pretty darn good. Tyreek Amon Ra and, De- and Devontae Smith. If you can start Ridley as well, I love it. If you can't start Ridley, then maybe your move is to trade a, a potential Ridley on a little bit of a spike, you know, with, let's say, Swift to upgrade or something. Um, would I trade... You know, I, would I trade like Ridley or Do- Dotson on the high maybe? Njoku on the high potentially? I don't know that I trust in Njoku anyway. So like Njoku and, and potentially Dotson to try and get an itty-bitty QB upgrade. Maybe you get Kyler. Maybe the Kyler owner has a quarterback and you can give him Dotson and Njoku for Kyler and something or Dotson alone or Njoku alone. I think that's really the only move I see here. Your team's really good. I'd probably stand down. The wide receivers alone are going to carry that team. It's a fantastic squad. 
$5 hauler, 2 and 6. Diggs, Alave, Myers, Drake, London, Ridley, Metcalf, Bijan, Cook, Henderson, Akers, Moss, Algier, Connor, Kincaid. Can't buy a win for my life. Uh, well, you got two of them, so it's not, the, not like you haven't done it. Like, you still have a shot. It's definitely closing. The window's closing, but Diggs, Alave, um, you might have to divide and conquer Diggs, unfortunately. This team doesn't have the firepower. The reason you can't buy a win is because it's not that deep at all. You know, Cook, Henderson, Cook, Akers, Moss has been playing well. Maybe you sell him high, but, like, none of this team is, is like, dangerous except for Diggs. And, like, I like Ridley a lot. But Alave, Diggs, Ridley, Metcalf, strong pieces. Bijan, strong pieces, but, like, it's not dangerous. This team needs something. And you probably need to trade and divide and conquer Diggs. The problem is, what's Diggs' value? You may have to wait a week, let Diggs pop off, and then try and divide and conquer Diggs. Right now, I, you could try. I would definitely try. It's possible you could still get an A-chan and, uh, and a and Alave for, for Diggs or something like that. I would definitely go to the A-chan owner and see what he's got. I'd definitely go to the potential, I would say, Swift owner and see what wide receivers he's got. I would definitely potentially hit the JT owner, see what wide receivers he's got. Swift, JT, A-chan with one of the wide receivers, depending on what the wide receiver is uh, for Diggs. That might be your your move out of this situation. But staying standing pat and coming in next week and doing it after a big Diggs week is is sometimes even smarter. What, when does when's uh, let's see here? When, what are the bye weeks next week? I actually need to pull that up. I don't off the top of my head. I'm blanking out on the bye weeks. Who who are the bye weeks in week number nine? San Francisco, right? Um, let me pull it up here before I talk out of turn. Let's see here. Schedule week number nine. Bye weeks. God, why does this thing always do this to me? Week number nine. Jacksonville, San Francisco, Detroit, Denver. Okay. Um, yeah, so Diggs might pop off next week. You might have to stand down and wait. Down 47 points. Jacobs, Adams, St. Brown left. <sighs> 47 points. Wow. Um, it's possible, man. I mean, I've seen I've seen people come back from that. That's like 15 points a player. It's doable. Adams, Jacobs. What I what I I mean, look, St. Brown could get you 30. Of, of the 47 points so it's possible but if i had to guess i would say i uh yeah i, I that's doable what's the percentage uh of you winning what's it say like the odds of you winning i'm curious if it's like 55 percent you know chance of losing or winning it's probably pretty close got offered a lave for i bet you this is 45 chance of winning for you i bet it says that got offered a lave for goff burrow is my starter uh, got offered a lave for Goff. I would take a lave very, very quickly and let other people doubt him. I, I and there's still concern for sure about volume and what's going on there in New Orleans and Derek Carr. But I mean, you can afford to do that move. Five dollar holler from Rockout three and four. My team is Burrow, Purdy, Bijan, Walker, Sharbs, Roshan, Javante, Saint Brown, Alave, Ayuk, McLaurin, JSN, Kincaid, Jets D, Cowboys D. It's a good team. Um, Burrow came on strong. Congratulations on that rock out. Absolutely smashed it for you. Bijan did okay. Walker did not have a great game. 
Um, I'm hoping that St. Brown blows up for you. Alave didn't do well. Ayuk did pretty well. Um, I don't know if he started McLaurin as well, if you had, had uh, McLaurin in there, but Kincaid did well. I venture to say you're, yeah, you're on the verge of, of maybe barely winning this week or losing because of a couple players, but with St. Brown still to go, maybe you still got a shot, but this is a good team. St. Brown, I believe in Alave. I don't know that I would necessarily call him a top five to 10 wide receiver right now because of his situation, but I believe talent wise he is, but talent doesn't always do it. His situation does feel very shaky. But, you know, maybe Winston gets in there. It starts opening it up, throwing a bunch of air yards, and gets uh, gets this man the football. So, <clears throat> definitely could see things turning around. But I like Ayuk. I like McLaurin. McLaurin in a trade isn't a bad idea. McLaurin and Bijan for Eckler. McLaurin, <clears throat> McLaurin and Bijan for um, A-Chan and something. I think I... Hailed some of the marker when I hit it, and it knocked up some of the res- residue. <laughs> um, so HM would be a great go get JT for Bijan and something. If you can, I don't know if you can do maybe you have to do that straight up. It's tempting. I do think Bijan comes around, but like you're banking, we're banking on Arthur Smith, and it's kind of frustrating. So I, I can understand somebody wanting to back into an HM and something. HN or Ridley would be perfect. Backing into a JT, backing into an Eckler using Bijan and McLaurin. I'd be tempted to to kick around a few of those types of ideas. I appreciate every single one of you. We're going to call it a night tonight. I've got three, 415 of you in here. Um, can't thank you enough for watching the show. Can't thank you enough for being here. Week 8 monster show. Week 8 recap reaction show. Hit the like button on your way out the door. Only 165 thumbs up in here. And uh, and we need to hit that like button. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Underdog will match your first deposit up to five hundred dollars by using the 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 link that I'm going to drop in the live chat right this very second. Here's the link right now. And use code Smitty or the link. They do the same thing. I will see you all tomorrow. Appreciate every single one of you. And please again hit that like button and subscribe on the way out the door. You guys absolutely rock. See you all tomorrow. Live 8 p.m. Eastern, that's tomorrow, Monday through Friday, and live whenever news breaks. I'm sure we have some breaking news tomorrow. I'll see you all tomorrow. Reese Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's brief. He's brief. He does a hole of a job. A hole of a job. A hole of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hole. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. And real quickly, Rockout sent a super chat here. Um, week eight up 131.12 to 111.7. I got St. Brown and my opponent has Goff and Adams. Uh, that's going to be close, but I'd rather probably be you. But that's going to be close. Rockout, appreciate you. Smitty, Smitty, you're not hearing me. I don't know a lot about fantasy football. I know everything about fantasy football. Woo-wee! <laughs> you know? <laughs>